I used to relate to Speedy Gonzalez. I used to think he was my uncle. Not every Mexican is a slowpoke. Not every Mexican is named Rodriguez. Who says, I forgot to told you? Because they're making fun of, of, of the people who can't really speak English. You didn't knew that? So basically from the beginning, they're lazy, yeah. they're drunk, and they love to party. You know that's not true. That's only on the weekends. Almost Positive may contain sexually oriented content, politically oriented content, and unethically oriented content. Listener discretion advised. Now, here's Almost Positive with Van Rollington and Sir Rollington. Yo ya estoy hasta la madre De que me pongan sombrero Escucha entonces cuando digo No me llames frijolero Ya que existe algún respeto No metamos las narices No que inflamos la moneda Haciendo guerra a otros países Te pagamos con petróleo O intereses nuestra deuda Mientras tanto no sabemos se queda con la feria a que nos hagan la fama de que somos vendedores de la droga que sembramos ustedes son consumidores Don't call me gringo you fucking dinner Stay on your side of the goddamn river Don't call me gringo you beaner No me digas beaner Mr. Puñetero que sacaré un susto por I was chilling with my girlfriend last night, and she did her her, her grito? grito. Her grito, yeah. What did it like, sound oh, like? Shit. It, was, it was good. It was good. It was good. She's like, I could do it even louder, more high pitch. I was like, do it. She didn't want to do it. Oh. What about you, bro? Do you guys got like a little grito or something, or what? I'm not Mexican. Yeah, it's just talk like you're complaining all the time, or what? Yeah. Oh yeah, Papa, boy, kid. Hey, that's racist, bro. We don't, <laughs> don't get that like that here. We don't like that here. But uh, so today it's a very special day. Is just, it? Because we're alive. We'll do one of those Like it's a blessing You're alive You should be lucky You should wake up It's another day Yeah it's, yeah. you have another day You were gifted The gift of life mm. um, There But yeah dead. so Today we got fucking uh, Our our long, long time guest Ulysses Yeah <laughs> Howdy 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 It's cracking dude Long time yeah, no Thank you back for having me again You know like thank you, thank you. It's Thanks, nice. Bro. Thanks, bro. I have fun. And then today we're also joined by Toby Nixon. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Toby? Not much. How are you? We're excellent. It's here smoking yeah. blunts and taking shots. Fuck yeah. Getting loose like a goose. But so I picked that song because one, it's a pretty good song. If you know Spanish, you listen to it and you're like, oh, shit. But it's very, very angry at white people, that song, though. Oh. But uh, I picked that song because I went to Mexico. What are you, a fucking world traveler? Yeah, we didn't didn't have an episode last week because, you know, surprise, surprise, Mexican internet is not that great. Oh, my God, what a fucking nightmare. But but really, neither is the internet here (laughs) because. How dare you? The other half of the group was having issues, too. America. Yeah, no, so I was like, God bless America. We, I, first off, I was fucking in Mexico on a beach 
in a nice ass hotel, you know. And I'm like, That's all awesome. right, we still gonna do a little podcast, you know. <laughs> I took my laptop, took a microphone, and put put some shit together. It's dedication. And then all right, it's like boom, done. The afternoon came back, try to do the podcast, and the internet's fucking going out. The fucking our guest was was having trouble connecting. Our other guest sounded like he was fucking across the street trying to speak into the microphone. <laughs> Actually, you know who it was? Jose. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> he hits us up guy. and he's like, hey, man, I got a, I got a new setup, man. Everything's going to be gravy today. Uh, oh, at that sucks, man. Yeah. What up, Jose? Shout out to Jose. Yeah, shout out to Jose. Oh, yeah. One dude. of our resident metalheads. Hell, yeah. He'll, he'll be back on. He's a... Uh, Wow. Yo, fun yeah. fact, me and him played in a band years ago and shit. It oh, was great. Shit. It was good, man. Yeah. Back when you guys both had beautiful, long, luscious hair. Yeah, we did, bro. We both had hair down to the our balls and oh, shit. Oh, God. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we didn't have an episode last week because I was like, I'm not going to sit here. Like, I was already set on, like, all right, two hours, tight, sharp, boom. I'm not going to spend more than that. I'm doing this. Once we got to the 40 minute delay, I'm like, you know what, dude, fuck that. Yeah. I'm not going to be over here till fucking nighttime, like till you know. nine, 10, then try to figure out I hadn't eaten. Yeah, no, you have like a short, angel you have a short temper. Nah, not for <laughs> shit like that, for shit like that. Like if I, if we're going to record at seven, so we're done at nine, I don't want to start at fucking seven forty. While I'm on vacation. Yeah. I fucking you. paying for a hotel and a vacation. I flew somewhere. I'm going to fuck, fuck that. Next time, pay for better internet. Dude. There is no better internet. It's just the hotel. You get stay at a better hotel or something. Or nah, some, he knew what he was doing. Was he didn't a, give a fuck. He's like, fuck this shit. Yeah, no. Nah. One try, two tries, no more tries. That's it, dude. Oh, third time's a lucky charm, dog. Fuck. Ah, f- fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't be fooled again. Bro. I believe in integrity. Oh, <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> but anyway, so so I had a I had a you know I, when I went to Puerto Rico mm-hmm. uh, a couple years back, I'm Puerto Rican and I know the, the place. Oh, wow. And I was oh, going okay. I was I going to my hometown, so okay. like it's like I know how to get drugs, you know. <gasps> That's but good. this time I'm place. going to Mexico. I'm going to a strange place. <laughs> and <laughs> Mexicans are you know, you gotta watch out. That's yeah, right. yeah, you gotta watch out. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, damn, dude, I don't wanna take any weed like like a nugget, like a bud like bud that does could smell. Mm-hmm. Cause I know these motherfuckers like dogs and shit, so I'm like <laughs> Well, you know, at the airport. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna take my pen. So I took my pen, I, I, I made a pouch, threw a bunch of pens and pencils and markers in it, oh, threw my yeah. pen in there, and I put the cartridge in a in a in a Sharpie. It's like fuck it, we're doing this. And my plan was, dude, if if, if I got caught, I just stay Start over here. Start fucking running. <laughs> nah, yeah. I told I told my girl because she's like, if you know, if you get caught, I'm going. I'm not. I'm not staying over here. I'm like, that's fine, dude. I would never want you to miss a vacation because I wanted to take weed on our vacation. You know. So, Angel. Yeah. What? Who's saying? Who's calling? You- you can take CBD on the plane. Ain't nobody wants. Well, it was full. It was, it was the yeah. It was THC regular. Not the good shit. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. So and then I looked it up, and it's like very like oh well, you know, less than four grams in Mexico is fine. Transporting it is never fine, but then most people have vape pens, so most people are fine. They're not gonna check. So I'm like, I just wanted to kind of cover my bases, even though I knew it was like unlikely that they were gonna, you know. Yeah. So anyway, I did it. I took my pen, yeah, how'd it go, and, I, and, I, and I brought it back. 
Was you it know what? So adrenaline pumping and in shit my, for you? In my field, for you to have taken such great risk just All to right. do some drugs, that shows uh, characteristics of an addict. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so, so that's what I told my girl. I'm like, look, dude, if you if I get caught, you know, I'll just, I'll stay here and I'll, I'll hit up fucking van and we'll go to Oregon and just do a bunch of drugs. <laughs> Hey, Legally. Legally. Without having to worry about it. We'll do the you show for you. ain't leaving Mexico, bro. They're going to fucking have fun with your ass, dude. But so we got over there, and it's, uh, it's fucking beautiful, you know. Big ass mountains and shit, but as soon as we get there, you we, we got off the airplane, got into a shuttle bus, we got to the airport, and it's this big ass room with a bunch of tellers. About like six tellers on both sides of the room. And there's this little guy running around grabbing people. Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? He's like, where are you guys going? Where are you guys going? So I'm like, you know, we're going to the hotel. We're trying to get to the car rental. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Come here. Takes me to this guy. And he's like, "Uh, what are you guys doing? I'm like, we're trying to get our car. And he's like, oh, you're trying to get your car? That's great. Look at this map. (laughs) This here, this is our hotel. So if you go to our hotel, we'll give you this. We'll give you that. I'm like, wait, hold on. But I'm trying to get in my car, and he's like, oh, but if you stay at our hotel, though, let me tell you about my hotel. And I'm like, dude, chill. I'm not trying to stay at your hotel. We are, we got the whole shit booked. Everything's done. Yeah, everything's done. I just want my car. And he's like, oh, all right, just go to the other side. So we go to the other <laughs> side. Boom, same shit. A bunch of fucking tellers. And the another little-ass dude comes and tells me, hey, what are you guys doing? Trying to get our car. Fucking we have a car rented. All right, talk to this guy. And the guy's like, oh, what are you guys up to? I'm trying to get our car. Oh, okay, cool. I can help you get your car. I'm like, fucking finally. Great. Excellent. Because we spent like 20 minutes with the other guy because we thought yeah, he was going to get us to the car. So bullshit. this guy's like, yeah, you guys got through the salespeople, huh? The salesman. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so, dude. And he's like, yeah, they're fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, they really are, dude. And he's like, well, dude, you know. Uh, let me tell you my. <laughs> let me tell you about let me my give hotel. You my spiel real let me, quick. No, let me tell you about our hotel. If you stay at our hotel, I'm like, oh, dude, you really gonna do me like that? You gonna do the same shit? You just gotta, just talking shit about people. I got like mad. You. I got mad. I cut him off. I'm like, bro, listen, I just want my car. Where's the car? Like, where do I go to get the car? He's like, oh, out there. He's like, out there, and I'm like, all right, cool, fucking. So that's it. And he's like, yeah, but if you stay at our hotel, I'm like, uh, all right, dude, I'm done with you. Boom. Somebody. Walk off, and then. That was the theme of the entire trip. Was a bunch of Mexicans trying to take our money <laughs> everywhere. You're Americans, everywhere. man, you guys are rich. Hey, hey <laughs> they, they'll tell us, hey, if you know Spanish, we'll give you a discount. It's oh, like, oh, fuck. today's your lucky day. We got the cheapest shit on the whole block, like this and that. I'm like, oh, dude, stop it. So you go to one spot. It's like, oh, here's fucking fifty dollars for this bullshit ass little trinket. It's the cheapest one. You, it's the cheapest one. Yeah. I got you. I, I like you guys. You guys are cool. You go to the next spot, the same fucking trinket. Oh, it's fifty dollars and shit. It's like, oh, you f- but all of them, all of them, all the salespeople over there. And they, granted, it's a touristy area, so yeah. it's a bunch of gift shops and tourists and shit. Mm-hmm. But if you go over there and you don't know Spanish, you're fucked. Oh, that's the, hustling, yeah. baby. The, the fucking uh, the fast car talkers, bro. The fucking fast. That, talkers. They, they talk too fast, and I'm like, yeah, I know Spanish, but when I talk to these motherfuckers, I can't understand shit. Yeah, <laughs> they, they got scams. The fucking the the car Viva people had scams and shit. Everybody had a scam. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, I respect hustle, but the shady trying to rob, like you know, yeah, get yeah. people is fucking. They just talk fast, try to get you, and if you don't know, then they're gonna get you. It's the worst. I was like, like goddamn yeah. it, guys. You guys could do better. I want to. I want to love you guys. 
<laughs> but it generally it, it reminded me of Mexico, man. Dry, or, of a, or Puerto yeah, Rico. Yeah, I was about to say. And that reminded no, I'm like, me, I think you were there. Like, it reminded <laughs> me of Puerto Rico because the driving is crazy. Motherfuckers, like, I guess oh, they're yeah, used to driving on their own yeah, bullshit. Yeah they, yeah, they don't give a fuck. And it's, it's basically because who the fuck, Mario, which one of our friends told us that Puerto Ricos are just tropical? Puerto Ricans are tropical <laughs> Mexicans? <laughs> Myself and I think maybe Drano. Drano, it might have been Drano. Uh, Drano, I remember. And it's true, man. You drive around and like it looks very, very similar. Mm-hmm. The same type of architecture, obnoxious, colorful houses yeah. and buildings yeah. and shit. Only thing is that instead of like lush jungle and green stuff, it's just sand and cactus and shit. <gasps> Apart from that, it's the same. The food's different. The Walmart, bro. I went to a Walmart. I was like, wow. first thing I want to do is go to a Walmart. God, it's. <laughs> <laughs> if you can imagine a Walmart crossed with a Mexican dollar store, yeah. that's based right because it was huge and it had yeah. everything a normal Walmart would have, but it just something about it just was just not right, man. Yeah. But it was like it was it was it was pretty interesting to see how how Walmart you is. Can't, over you there. can't compare American yeah. WalMarts to Mexican WalMarts. It's just not possible. Comparison is the still of joy. Well, dude, it, it really looked like a like a like. Like pul- el pulguero and shit. Yeah. If like Walmart fucking if opened a, flea a market, fucking yeah. flea market yeah. and shit, yeah. it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Walmart flea market, the wall flea. Yeah, so it was then- crazy. I mean, the last time I was there too, I think I was actually at Walmart too. One, I noticed like the Jack Daniels was more expensive because you think about it, it's an import mm-hmm. there. That makes yeah. sense. But then they were selling like dirt bikes for like dirt cheap. Yeah. yeah. I was like, damn, I know I'm on vacation. I'm like ready to buy a fucking dirt bike just because like. Because they're there. Like, yeah. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, well, for 300 bucks. Yeah. 300 yeah, like, fuck. Next time, go in the RV and then you can throw it up on top. Yeah, just do that shit. Like, fuck. Dude. Just have your motorcycle in Mexico. Fuck. So then, like, on the on the second or third day, we were like, fuck it. We're going to chill on the beach in the morning. You know, like one would do when on a vacation. And just an onslaught of fucking. Because we got there on a Thursday night. So Friday morning, I think it was. It was the weekend. An onslaught of Mexican sales people on the beach, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I've seen they do these, like little henna tattoos, yeah. bracelets, sunglasses, all that shit. Yeah. I've seen these motherfuckers in figures and and like cartoons where they're like dressed all white with the big sombrero. Mm. And I've seen that before, and I'm like, what the fuck are these people? They showed up like ten deep, started spreading out like fucking cockroaches, <laughs> <laughs> and fucking all of a sudden they just start coming up. Hey, you guys want bracelets, jewelry, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, nah, nah. Yeah, so the first dude comes through with jerseys. Second dude comes through with a giant fucking six foot tall stack of hats on his head and shit. <laughs> and the fucking the last dude comes in with, with a briefcase with jewelry. Oh, you want jewelry? Look, I got bracelets. I got what's your name? What's your I got your name right here. If you don't, I'll make it right now. What's your name? I Tell me how to spell yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers are yeah, look, the hat dude, so he leave me alone. I was like, you know what? I want that hat you got on, but in black. <laughs> and he just well, looked make at, it tough for him, bro. Yeah, he looked at me crazy. He's like, "This motherfucker said black. It's hot, bro. What are you talking about?" <laughs> I'm like, "I don't care if it's hot, bro. I want that shit in black." And he's like, "You know what? I think I, I think I could do that. I'm gonna go have my guy paint this one." I'm like, "I don't want the you grinding. It's just gonna yeah. leak all over your head. It's- He'd be like fucking Rudy Giuliani, yeah. <laughs> some black dripping yeah. down my forehead. Nah, dude. But so the third guy comes with his jewelry and shit, and fucking, I'm like. I cut him off and I'm like, you know what? I don't want that, bro. You have weed. I want weed. He's like, <laughs> he looks at me crazy. He's like, is it yeah, for real? Yeah, I got yeah. weed. And he runs off to one of the other dudes and brings them to me. Yeah. And he's like, all right, dude, look, I got the best, cheapest weed. 
no stamps, no seats. It's the best, dude. Shit I'm like, even right, not no. And I'm like, well, dude, all I want is an eighth. I'm here for two more days. I want an eighth. And he's like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah, no, no. But we only have, like, we have big bags. We only have big bags. I'm like, I don't well, want a big bag. fucking cheap as hell, too, though. I'm like, I don't want a big bag, bro. All I want <laughs> is an eighth. Like, an eighth. How much is an eighth? Oh, oh, that's three point, uh, $80. I'm like, what? I'm like, what? That you know, it seems kind of expensive. I'm like, I'll give you fucking six. six I'll give you sixty, like four hundred pesos. I'll give you sixty, bro. That's all I got on me cash. He's like, oh, he, he acted devastated. Yeah, yeah, he acted oh, like man. I fucking ripped off his bro, mom. I'm gonna make no oh, money. Oh man, yeah, no I know. Money. Like, how am I gonna feed my children? I'm gonna feed my children. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, oh man, oh, oh, all right, fine. He busts out the bags. They were already bagged into eighths. Which pissed me off and yeah. shit. But they were attached all together. And then okay. I look at the weed, bro. And it's that shit we were smoking in high school, bro. Mm, for $5. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like your attitude. For yeah. $5. With, what is it? $10. You get three three blunts. Yeah. It was that yeah, same bro. shit. That this that motherfucker fucking... tried to sell me some fucking Mexican swag yeah. for $80, uh -huh. bro. <laughs> I was like, what i'm like bro i don't want that he's like wow it's really good it's really i'm like I, I i was speechless i'm like do you know what we be smoking on bro yeah, yeah, and not just like, that yeah. fuck it you know what if all you got is mexican swag weed that's cool it's happened yeah, in puerto rico when i went last time yeah but i'm not giving you 80 dollars, bro i'll For give you swag. like 30 i'll give you 30 and i'm and i'm gonna cry myself to sleep because but fuck it we're in mexico i don't know where yeah. else to get weed and he, they got mad at me. They got mad at me and took off and shit. I was like, these fucking Mexicans, man. <laughs> Three days of these people bro. trying to rip us off, bro. And I'm, I'm just there with my phone fucking like anytime anyone. Because, you know, none of the shops have prices on shit. So the uh, price is, shit. let me you look at you and I'll you tell you how. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you how much it is. Let me look at you and shit. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm running around with my, with my phone like fucking and the conversion app. Like, all right, that's fucking 20 the bucks. That's $30 and shit. There was a white guy, an older white guy, with a little four-year-old girl, teaching her how to haggle and shit, teaching yeah, her how to negotiate. Yeah, so he called the Mexican lady over. And he's like, "Hey, how much is this?" And the lady's like, "Oh, it's six hundred pesos." And he tells his daughter, "He's like, no, see, see, look, they told you six hundred. You have to tell them three hundred. Now go tell them. Tell the lady three hundred." I'm like, damn, bro, this guy's got himself a little hustler. He's tra hustler. training, yeah, training the future man. of tomorrow, yeah. dude. Hell yeah, dude. But. At night, when you're walking around and shit, these yeah, motherfuckers will walk up, walk past you, and be like, "Hey, psst, you need party favors? Party you know, favors? I never heard of that shit. Yeah, party <laughs> favors." And I'm like, I'm just ignoring motherfuckers, you know. And then the the last guy's like, "Hey, you need party favors? You need some cocaine and weed?" Oh, and I'm shit. like, "Oh shit, <laughs> that's yeah, a party yeah, favor, right, sorry. Yeah, okay. Party favors." <laughs> so if you're ever in Mexico and they ask you if you want party favors. They got you. Party favorites are cocaine and weed. That's some good knowledge. That's some good street knowledge to be sharing, bro. Other than that, it was fucking marvelous, man. It reminded me of Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption, the video game. It's fucking <laughs> bunch of desert cactus. I've never seen giant cactuses. Uh -huh. We went to a hot spring in the mountains and shit. That shit was fucking crazy. Driving through the fucking... Driving through the desert, uh -huh. dirt roads and fucking backwood ass places and shit and bunch of cattle on the way out all the there was like 15 cows blocking the fucking uh streets and shit we had to just sit there in the rental car hoping these motherfuckers won't run into us 
and then the dog came through and started barking at them and took them i was like this is crazy some crazy shit but uh um, careful up in the mountains now we i you know whatever <laughs> i mean if it's coming it's coming bro yeah it's true you know it's like being from chicago you go anywhere else and they're oh you're from chicago wow but you know <laughs> yeah. like it's not that it's not that deep with the shit yeah if you're not involved you probably don't have much to worry about Wrong place, wrong time. All right, you know, whatever. But then that could happen anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, yeah, really, yeah. if you want to rob motherfuckers in Chicago, you go to the north side where the nice white people live. <laughs> and you rob them. Yeah, yeah. And I have that app. I have that citizen app where it, it oh, pops yeah, up yeah. all the crime, all the local crimes. <laughs> and yeah, that's where I'm people are. to go are, rob someone, go to north side. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like that's on that app. That's where you see all the fucking robberies are. Fucking people getting robbed in the north side. So whatever. But yeah, they uh, put up a fight and, just, and they have nicer shit. Probably, you know, fuck yeah, it. it's better. Real quick, scare them. But it was, it was, uh, Give it, to me. it was great. <laughs> Apart from all the Mexicans trying to rip me off constantly, it was amazing. It wouldn't be the authentic Mexican experience if someone wasn't That's trying true. to rip you off or well, sell you to fucking human traffickers. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. my my girl was just like, well, we're in we're in the fucking tourist area, so. But Mexicans do work, bro. They work. Yeah, they also they're always out there fucking working. And it's true, like mad respect to that shit. I they're went over there. Hustling, yeah. I went over there, and all the Mexicans over there spoke English and Spanish. They were all real cool. They were all like on point. And I was telling my girl, I'm like, you know, Trump wasn't lying when he said they don't send us their best because <laughs> 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 all of their best were there. They're, they're you know. But that's Thank racist. you. That's terrible. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, fucking speaking of the best, bro. Oh God. The my favorite holiday, Turkey Day, was yesterday. Oh, was hey, it? hell yeah! Thanksgiving's <laughs> my favorite shit because I get to eat a slaughterhouse. And uh, today, I decided I'd listen to a podcast about turkeys. Oh, okay, oh. that's a good that's a good subject matter, man. Yeah, all right, cool. And what did you learn about turkeys? Uh, so apparently, you know that skin that hangs off their neck is desirable among lady turkeys oh, oh shit alright okay uh, male turkeys have a what beard. exactly is that it's just shit that's uh, hanging dude, the dude told me the names but I can't remember there's Black the one that hangs on their head there's the one that hangs on their chin and then there's the skin that hangs on their neck it looks like a nutsack ah uh, okay yeah. uh, and then they uh, have a beard hunters hunters take the beard and put it on plaques like they do with deer antlers which is weird so you got this shit that kind of looks like nutsacks posted up on their wall I think so <laughs> Maybe not, but I don't know. I don't know how it works, man. This is just this two nerdy white guys telling me about turkeys. Yeah. Okay, but okay, okay. I found out a good, interesting fact about turkeys. And uh, here it is. One of the first things that we'll remark about turkeys right out of the gate that a lot of people don't know is that Ben Franklin was more in favor of turkeys as America's Whoa. national emblem, as far as birds go, than he was the bald eagle. He had a big problem with the fact that um, eagles don't necessarily hunt as much as they bully other uh, uh-huh. birds for whatever they just hunted. Um, he said that the eagle does not get his living honestly. He steals from the fish hawk and is too lazy to fish for himself. The turkey, however, is much more respectable, a true original native, and a turkey would not hesitate to attack a grenadier of the British Guard who should presume <laughs> to invade his farmyard. And after researching turkeys, um, I dare say he was probably right about that. Yeah, and the other thing that I'm surprised he didn't mention was, and also, by the way, male turkeys during the breeding season, literally their head and neck turns red, white, and blue. So, God bless America. <laughs> 
like uh it makes sense though that we picked the eagle the eagle yeah you know I mean, when i when i heard that shit, shit i was like oh so oh, they man. show up take your shit and like, <laughs> well bitch i'm majestic i just took your shit yeah, you ain't gonna do nothing yeah. and i'm gonna eat it i'm gonna keep doing it to other people i'm gonna yeah. keep taking it until i fulfill yeah i'm okay. like damn dude that's good you know what i'm gonna get the gaston flag with a turkey on it yeah, <laughs> I was just tripping on like, damn, dude. That's we crazy. we didn't end up with the turkey, and it's funny that we didn't end up with the turkey because it seems like the eagles more like us. Like, yeah, that sounded. That, that's, it seems like that was kind of the direction they were heading. So like, yeah. fuck it. They knew nah, we're going with the eagle. They knew that. Like it's cooler, and he just takes shit from people. You know, like fuck it. But the uh-huh. turkey, <laughs> like imagine like the eagle sounds badass you know yeah he was like you hear it and it's like damn dude it sounds and i think like it's eagles that like if it actually would to like swoop in on you it could like blast through your chest like a rifle like a lot rifle round coming in on you but the turkey yeah but what, the if, turkey. what if it, what if that was our animal bro Look, the turkey if you're in the dark and you just hear <laughs> i'm, I'm scared yeah, it's true. Well, like, what the fuck? <laughs> so you remember when uh, Yakov was here and he told us about yeah. the turkey in his tree? <laughs> yes. What the fuck? So yeah, he oh, thought it was the turkey. Jersey Devil. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> this guy said this guy said he was terrified because there was something in the trees and, uh, and it turned out to be a turkey. <laughs> and how the fuck did that turkey get up there? Yeah, well, it turns out that turkeys do sleep in, in trees. Oh shit! What? Yeah, like, they uh, can fly. So they can well, fly a certain actually, amount. Uh huh. They can fly a certain amount. And where are these fags? But enough Dude, to get up a tree. I, guess. I heard it. I heard it on a podcast, bro. Oh hell yeah! yeah I have you seen it, bro. You gotta go see that shit. We I'm should not, go. We should go know. hunt some turkeys. I found bro. out what the thing was. It's called a snood. Snood. The thing that hangs over their noses. Yeah, and it was. I learned all of this on the stuff you should know podcast. Stuff it's, you two, it's two very podcast. nerdy okay. white boys talking about things. Actually, they had an episode about um, lobbyists. Beta. It was really, really good. Kind of gave you some the whole history of lobbyists and what they do. And what? Yeah. there can there cannot be an America without lobbyists. So That's facts, yeah. big facts. People that want to get rid of lobbyists, too bad, bitch. Not possible. Yep. Same with the electoral college. They're gonna happen. Yeah, that's just not gonna happen. Oh, necessary evils. But uh, yeah, so fucking you know, speaking of white people, bro, what's this caucasity shit that you had going on? Caucasity. Oh, caucasity. Do you remember it, dude? Yeah, that is the secret word of the day. Whenever anyone says a secret word, scream real loud. Caucasity. Do you know what it means? No, no, no. It's the audacity of defending white culture. Okay, so I, I wrote that. And I was like, I thought about audacity. Caucasity. Wait, yeah. unapologetically <laughs> defending white culture. Yeah. It was used in okay, the cool. most recent uh, <laughs> uh, canvassing uh, discussion during uh, Michigan. Basically, two people had uh, said that they weren't going to cast their votes for um, certifying Biden because of the uh, fraud and the Biden. irregularity. And so everybody started jumping on them, talking shit. They got mad at some dude for fucking defending what? Biden? For defending Trump in the sense that there was voter oh, fraud. So their argument was... By not certifying, you're disenfranchising uh, so many uh, millions of fucking black people in fucking Detroit. Therefore, you guys are racist by not fucking uh, certifying. And then Caucasity is just blatant white disregard for anyone else? Yeah, basically. Here. So, uh, now your refusal to certify the election today will continue to deny the people of House District 4 of Hamtramck in Detroit, that is majority black, to have a voice in the state legislature. 
So while you may show us your caucasity today in refusing to uh, certify the election and making note that Damn. you were okay with certifying all of Wayne County except Detroit, that was like know that we see what's unironic. happening. Yeah, no, he used it for real. Jim Crowing that is going on right Jim now. Jim Crowing, too. They used to completely un- unironically. During that whole debate, or rather that lashing that they gave him, they revealed that last time they had an election, 75% of their fucking votes were uncertifiable because of the signature variants and everything. And this time around, it was 25% because they loosened the rules a lot. Oh, boy. But, but yeah, basically, (laughs) they've had this problem fucking for years now. And, 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 and like, so what the fuck's gonna happen? Uh, they didn't certify, they got threatened. Uh, the kid, they, the guy, that guy who said Caucasity was all like, Hey, don't your kids go to this school? How would it feel if, you know, the black kids at their school fucking went up to them and basically challenged them on your fucking like, uh, uh, whole yeah, thing? So then they were all like, Oh, they threatened us, they threatened our family, so we had to certify. And that's where they're at right now. And they had, and they feel like they were forced to certify. They were forced they, to certify. And they should have just done it anyways? Yeah. They should have <laughs> just not done it. Oh, that Van, Van's still holding out. It keeps jumping back and forth, man. It was at 5% on Monday. He thinks there's a it 10% jumped. chance that Trump's still going to win. Yeah. I've been hearing that like a little bit. Yeah. Look, as of right now, <laughs> I haven't Pete, really kept up with all that shit. Oh, it's great, dude. Yeah, I've been fucking no, it's like, off all that. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not. I just want it to end. Whoever, whoever wins. Yeah, December like, 13th is the last the last time. This guy's got money on it, too. Oh, yeah, I heard the last episode, too. That you're older, <laughs> Look, she threw, was, like, what, 10 I, bucks, 9 bucks, yeah, something like that? I, I no, he's going to make 90 if Trump wins. Yeah. Oh, 90 This guy will make 10, with. yeah. Yeah. Because he bet, he bet, bet. what do he do? Yeah, he bet on, like, whatever the thing's worth. What yeah, whatever whatever the statistics were at the time. The yes. betting odds. Gambling's it's degeneracy. Nine to one. That gambling's degeneracy. I don't what, what's funny is that he has $5,000 down oh, yeah. in the market. So if Biden completely loses, he's not only out that $100, he's out $5,000. Yeah, damn. That would shit. be bad. Yeah, that would suck. But, <laughs> I mean, we'll see what happens. Fucking. But that's good, dude. Oh, that's good. I, I was told one time, because it reminds me of that, uh, of a word called negative. Negative. Yeah, negative. Okay. You know? Okay. And that's basically, as it was explained to me, uh-huh. when black folks will just not look past some, like the whole race, like, oh, this happened to me because I'm black. This couldn't be. Oh, it ain't uh, going to get good. It's not going to be better because I'm black. It's like you're being negative about it. Amazing. Oh, okay. you add that to your dictionary, man. Just don't, okay. don't just watch out where you say yeah, it. You, you don't watch out where you say oh, yeah, it. I'm not going to say that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. Yo, you have to read negative. Yeah, you call Cassidy negative. You know, there's probably more out there. <laughs> A chink in your armor. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> no, that's crazy. I mean, you got the, the whole fucking. Uh, hey, dude, we're here for the children, man. Yeah. This yeah. is all about learning. It's uh, <laughs> Fucking, but you know what? Speaking of the children. And literature, because literature is important for the children. Is it? Yeah. We're going to talk to Toby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Toby, 
Yeah. What's cracking, dude? It's been it's been a long time. Ah, uh, well, I've just been working on my writing and projects and stuff. Yeah, you know, so the first, in front of you. the first mm. time the first time you came on, we didn't even I had it on my notes and we didn't even get into it, but your writing, the whole author book writer thing, that's pretty cool, man. You've written how many books? Well, I have seven titles out right now. Are they that's like awesome. full? Cool. Like I don't know how the whole thing works. Are they like full length? Are they short? Are they like two bigger? Two of them. Two of them are novel size. One is a collection, and then there's like five or six of the short stories published by themselves. What's a novel like? What's a, the the average, I guess, page number of a novel? Three hundred. It's basically like like two fifty to seven hundred and fifty. It's basic novel size. You'll get lots of variances, but normally you don't call it a novel unless it's like three hundred pages. You were gonna ask him something. Oh yeah. Uh, what do you uh, normally write about? The horror and science fiction. Oh shit! That sounds fucking cool as fuck. And give us a, I don't give us a theme of like one of your novels that you gave. Like I'm interested. This is my first time meeting you. Well, here and like like you know actually talking to you. So uh, so that yeah. I had like from from going on your Amazon, I had like a list of four, three of your books, and then you told me about a new project that you've been working on. Mm-hmm. Now the one of the books from Amazon was Soldier of Pain. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, it sounds crazy. Uh- that that is that is some crazy shit. Well, everybody knows about the MK Ultra project, right? Yeah, well, we yeah. do here. Yeah, we do here at almost possible. For anyone that doesn't know, MK Ultra project was a project in the '60s that focused on pretty much how they were going to have a true serum mind control. We have the documents. Yeah, yeah, it's been declassified and pretty much admitted to. I think they apologize for it too. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> like, well, we're sorry about like this. Like key Yeah, this kind of this kind of happened. <laughs> they they were trying to figure out a true serum, and they were they developed things like LSD in the efforts to do that and other oh, mind control fucking tools but anyway go ahead uh toby god bless america so my father uh worked security and actually participated in some of the drug testing um so i had a large breadth breadth of knowledge about you know like what happened with it and how it works and stuff like that so i kind of made this up as kind of like the worst possible thing that could happen, which was genetically modifying children and teaching them, training them to be thoughtless, mindless soldiers. But then they would, they have a control personality and then they have like their at home personality. So they get forced multiple personalities, which in the MK Ultra program, that's an absolutely um, logical thing. They believe that um, what was his name? He shot Kennedy, or supposedly shot Kennedy. They thought he was a double agent for uh, Russia, and um, that's that's kind of what started this whole thing because they thought 
that he had two distinct personalities, and one was working for Russia and one was working for the United States. So that predisposes this fiction as to how they would employ what they got out of this. That's but the children, the, the, the kids, literally, whenever they become 17 or 18, they figure it out. And they try to get control of their lives. And that is what this novel is about. That's pretty cool. And it's kind of like predicated on the whole like Manchurian candidate thing, like where they could go back and forth from, was it just from different personalities to pretty much suit whatever the needs were in their life? Like did, did they have something like, like the soldier personality and then like the everyday life type of personality or how did you work that out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's basically, you know, they have one personality for one group of people. And then whenever they need to be called up for service, they say a few code words and their personality changes, just like multiple personality. So that way, whenever they go home, they can't remember what they did. They don't even remember their training. They don't remember anything. That's cool. So they're not a liability. Yeah. And so how long yeah. how long is that novel? Um that that's probably about that's less than three hundred pages. It so, depends on what form of as to how many pages. Yeah. Um the PDF has a different number of pages. Um I, I like my books to be in large print at least so that most people can read them, you know. Um, What's your, like, how do you start with a concept and, like, how do you outline, I mean, like, I guess not in full detail, but, like, how do you outline these concepts, like, when you're putting them together? Like, do you do you go off of, like, bullet points and events for the whole story and then you just fill in the the in-between stuff? Do you build characters? and Like, what's your process? Um, well, I mean, a great majority of it is following where the story leads. Because oftentimes, um, as, you know, I'll, I'll put together an outline. You know, I, I want to know, um, like, what first happens. And then what's the end result? Um, you know, what I want to happen at the end, what's, what's going to be most powerful for the reader whenever they get there, you know, and then everything in the middle is, is building the characters and going through the steps it takes for them to get there. When you do, cool, man. when you do characters, how deep do you go into like background? Like the things. It depends. It depends on how um, how important they are. You know, of course, you need you know, like this. I could have I could have went into it being like War and Peace with all the different characters um, who were who were part of the MK Ultra program, but nobody would want to read that. That would just be too but too big. It, yeah. It's like a comic book series. Yeah. Um, I have opened it up uh, to becoming its own thing. 
Um, <clears throat> but I tell enough of the story, you know, to uh, to not just introduce the characters, but for t you to know each of those characters' personalities, you know, as 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 that, and then. So, because there's a there, there was a lot more to the story than was put into this book. But it, yeah, I had to finish it, you know. Um, and that's not to say there's not going to be some sort of sequel. I have been asked for sequels and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there's there's there was always more. Uh, to a story, more that you can put in. Yeah. What you have to do in order to uh, not only just finish the project, but to make it interesting for other people to hear, uh, to read, <laughs> you kind of have to cut all the fat off. Yeah. You know, just and just tell it, uh, kind of like in a in a straight line. You just have to put it and 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 do that and that is enough and you know I find um, myself um, writing too much yeah. a lot as as many as many writers do if you're not if you're not looking your at your writing and saying I don't think I don't think I would read this yeah. you're you really don't have enough heart but you know to put it to put it out there and get people to read it, you just you have to cut it to like the bare essentials. What needs to be in there? So you know, for you have another one, and it's Z now Z K M L K, the Zombie Killer of Dr. Martin Luther King Library. What is yeah, that about? sounds awesome. Like, tell us about that. <laughs> well. Um, it was just as if, um, I mean, if you read the story, you find out that they were doing some testing on some uh, viruses and stuff, and it happens to get loose in the library. Um, and then there's there's a character there who saves everyone um, just because he has a lock and a chain. And um, I named the character after myself. Um, I thought that would be funny. It is. It is supposed to be kind of funny, um, you know. And I see a lot of people laughing whenever they write it. Um, I mean, whenever they read it. So um, I think it was. I think it was pretty good, you know. Um, Why would you name it after yourself? Like, what's the similar the similarities between you naming the character as your name? Why would I do that? Yeah, or like, what are the similarities of this character that you relate to? Well, I spent a long time, um, you know, whenever I was younger, being homeless and having to go to the library just to have some reprieve from the elements and, you know, um, being able to sit down somewhere. And, and besides, I like to read. It's like my natural place. That's my natural habitat. Is the is the library? I'm a hobbit. Okay. In the library. So, like, is it is it like just a whole 
story in one location like the library like does it take place so like a big yeah. story or just like a like a couple days no, it, it just takes place in the library and and that was kind of the intent um, because that's where I was writing from and I wanted people to be um, sort of familiar you know whenever you write about familiar things most people can grasp it. Whenever you start talking about flying cities and stuff, some people just don't get it. it you know. Yeah. So you have another one, and I'm I'm gonna have trouble pronouncing the name of it. And that's uh, Vile. I don't know how to say that. Kripas. 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 Oh, 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 yes, Vile Kripas, which is um, a French for. Um, a place where two uh, two nasty things meet. So <laughs> it's vile. Oh, yeah. oh. It's A fast food chain serves excrement from a, from a demon. demon. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. Tell us about this demon. Yeah, and, I want to uh, know what excrement. that one's about because <laughs> that one, the title caught my eye. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's supposed to be disgusting, and it's about this guy. Who ends up in this um, world that has been changed? It's it's a dystopia, and so he's trying to live his life and he's trying to work at this place, and you know it it feels as if he he doesn't know that um, like what's going on around him is is wrong because because the first thing you notice is that it's the people are like zombies they want the food it's addictive they can't have enough and they're dying <laughs> you know so so it's kind of it's kind of like a play on normal fast food which is horrible for you um you know and and then it adds this element element of a malevolent entity that that literally makes people pay for this stuff that they're addicted to like a drug that's killing them so does he does he serve demon shit or no <laughs> yeah yeah he does yes exactly that's exactly what that what it is <laughs> yeah how does he get the demon shit It comes right out of the demon's ass. And he makes sense. money off this shit or what? He's out there like just selling this shit. Boom, boom. <laughs> no, but is no, it is it like tasty? A fast food place like McDonald's or something. He just does it like <laughs> he just does it like when no one's looking. He puts it in there. No, no. He lets them like know. <laughs> It's kind of like a pig thing that sits in there, and it's like attached to the restaurant, and um, you manipulate the pig uh, sexually or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and disgusting things come out of it, and that's the product that they sell. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh shit. And it's pretty fucking, yeah, it's gross, right? It's pretty disgusting. Now, is it delectable? Yeah, cheese it, yeah. Is it is got it, good ratings? Got five stars? Does it, yeah, does it taste good to the people? Enjoy it? Yeah. 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 Fuck it. Eh? 
they're eating demon shit. <laughs> That's and, based right there. <laughs> but, you know, like, it's a hermaphroditic ve- demon. So, you, <laughs> I mean, like, one of the first passages describes how he he makes um, this this thing for to give to a customer, you know. Yeah. And that customer is like a lawyer, but it's totally eaten his brain away, you know. And so uh, the lawyer tries to get into the restaurant, but there's a sign that says that there's it, there, the window is electrified. So he just electrocutes himself trying to get more. You know, he has no conscience. So good, you know, in the same way that lots of cocaine is good, you know. (laughs) Yes, and it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to disgust you, make you, it's supposed to affect you on a deep inner level because the world that he's in is so absolutely disturbing, and he's just like deadpan about the whole thing. Yeah, you know, so so it is kind of funny, and it has a good. It unlike a lot of my other stuff, it has a really good ending. I mean, it's it's um, awesome. yeah, it's a really good ending. So definitely have to check it out, like, man. We should do like a live reading of that. You know, yeah. <laughs> And yeah. so, yeah, we'll we'll, okay, we'll have Ulysses read passages. <laughs> you have a good voice. <laughs> and so, when I hit you up earlier, I told you that I was going to put together a list of the books, and you mentioned that you'd been working on an audio, I guess, an audio book. Would it be? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm working to put all my uh, stories and. Uh, and everything in an audio format. <laughs> and, and I have been trying to get people to um, to do comic books um, as well of these things. Because these, these uh, people aren't going to read books. They'll read comic books. If you put out a graphic novel in, 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 in big format, they will get bought. They will fly right off the shelves. And if they have a decent story in them, that just makes them fly off the shelves that much better. People are into digital comics and printed graphic novels. Yeah. Those sell really good. You know, they sell less than romance, romance novels. I just, I just don't want to stoop that low. You don't, you don't want to do you don't want to do romance novels, dude. <laughs> but you got to get no. romance novels for money, man. Listen, yeah. it's just a job like any other job, you know. <laughs> That's cool, brother. You fucking, you know, right when you feel it. Brother. You know what? So I had an English, yeah. I had an English teacher, and he's an author, and now he's moving into the audio realm because he does like voiceover stuff. So he'll voice <laughs> over his stories with all the different characters and the sound effects and it's pretty cool and um now he's been an author since like the 90s and he started off as an author of young teenage novels and he created a character i forget what the fuck her name was like wanda or something 
And those books are part of the Chicago public school curriculum now. And they, they make okay. kids read them and shit. And after he did those novels, he did like 10 or 12 of them. He went and started. What were those novels about? It was about this chick who was young and just her whole life. Like, he did like a bunch of novels on her. Like, fucking, you know, she gets pregnant and then she she becomes a professional and just all this her whole story those are perfect for um like young adults point. like you yeah. know how in, in our high schools we we read uh like the outsiders and bullshit like that or whatever like fucking yeah. the gang what's the, the book with the gangs the gang the babysitter's club whatever the fuck dude. bullshit <laughs> like that but the, yeah. the horror novel of uh, uh the babysitter okay. have you uh, ever read that one that no. one was pretty good. Or The Giver. You remember The Giver? They, they make us read these yeah. weird fucking books. You read? Yeah. So his, no. I'm, I'm illiterate. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, so this guy started doing those books, and then he started doing erotic novels during okay. during the fucking, um, what, what is it called? The Fifty Shades of Grey era? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, because at that time, that was she real was big. Yeah, so he literally has been an author through these different, like, waves of, like writing and shit mm-hmm. and he just it's like you know he he's got a couple stories that he's always he's been working on throughout the years uh-huh. that are his personal stories that he wants to tell while at the same time he just writes novels for whatever the fuck he's gonna get money for you know yeah. which is pretty cool you know because that's what a lot of film directors do they'll make whatever movie that'll sell and shit and they'll work on their own like personal projects and shit on the side sure so it's I don't know I don't know Toby I think you should start writing fucking uh, romance novels man. Well, you know what I got paid the most money for. What is writing out how to install military level military grade information system. I have a um, a, um, a recommendation from Donna Dolo on my uh, LinkedIn and she was one of the top people in naval intelligence yeah um, so 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 yeah I'm a writer second yeah well my my teacher also he teaches obviously English yeah and he <laughs> does he works for like the the national dentist fucking whatever the fuck group that publishes papers and studies about dentistry. He's one. He's an author for them. So, like, when they publish a, a study, he'll write. He'll write it. Like, he'll write all the parts that aren't like all the science babble. Like, he'll. The science he's the babble. guy that writes stuff for them and shit. So I don't know. There's, I a, guess. He's a what? He's a ghostwriter. Whenever you write for somebody else on their project, um, that's what they call that. That's a ghostwriter. I'll I'll see if he'll. Does be it done. work that same way for textbooks and shit like that? No, you get credit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he, I mean, if you're a ghostwriter, either you get credit or you don't. Yeah. It does. You know, it doesn't mean that you don't get credit. Yeah, but the writing isn't the principal part of it. It's just someone needs to write the information, so they'll hire a fucking writer. But so anyway, yeah. so you told me that back up, back rewind back to. When I uh, told you I was going to put on some of the books, you told me that you were working on something 
and it's called The Worst Thing. Yes, I sent that to you. Yeah, so I have a clip, but <laughs> I don't know if, like, do you want to give us some context as to what? So, because you sent me a nine-minute clip, I, I, I took out, like, one chunk of it that I thought was interesting, but do you want to give us some context as to, like, what the, the whole short story is about? Oh, okay. So, in New Orleans, there has been a zombie apocalypse. Maybe okay. not just in New Orleans, but it's just set in New Orleans. And this woman is uh, trying to survive out there on the street, and she's killing zombies with my favorite weapon, the lock and chain. And so... <clears throat> Um, she uh, goes uh, is is in front of this uh, gay bar that's there, and um, they uh, realize that there's a survivor out there, and they take her in, and that's where it starts. In mankind's darkest hour, she supposed she was looking really sexy these days with no fast food, no bread, and no meat. She kept staring at the dead priapism erection. She had not even seen a phallus unless she'd had it being shoved in her face or some guy humping her leg since the dead began to walk. Her apartment had burned down and then she was rounded up in some of Evacuation. But instead of dying with the rest of the cage, she had walked up to a National Guardsman and instead of grabbing his cock, cut his femoral artery and took his rifle and pistol and shot her way out, leaving her on the street in New Orleans alone. She had killed a few men before. They were always trying to rape her. They were all just apes with penises. They couldn't think or reason the way that women could, that is. But the priapism did nothing but rouse the warmth from her midsection, her longing, that desire for a man to take away all her problems. Father wasn't there anymore, and money wasn't good now. It was just her, and she would simply have to take it if that's what she wanted. Then, just then, from behind her, a seemingly boarded-up door, a loud crack, and then a creak as the door opened. A man's voice came from beside it. You can come inside if you want. We're survivors too. Oh, I bet you are. Just wondering how you are going to get your nasty prick in this tight hole. Well, she didn't say it out loud at least. Her chest heaved at the proposition. The man is evil, but inside was better than outside. And his face, when she seen it, wasn't so bad. He was a tall, handsome man with dark features. He had both stubble and symmetry to his face and deep hazel eyes that shone from gold to green in the casted light. His arms were long and slender, and hers were thick cords with a medium reach. She could not stop herself. She was drawn into him, and as she felt his warmth and smelled him, she simply became intoxicated and moved closer to him as he held open the door. What started as her putting her, her arm into the door to hold it open became an arm encircling him. What began as her stepping into the door became her stepping into him. I'm a little horny right now after hearing that. 
So that's, that's actually that's actually kind of kind of appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> that was hot. So what are the Good you use a word? Are are you using a word for zombies? The pre what you call them? A priapism. A priapism. It, no, no, that's not a word for zombies. What is that? That actually a word for a death a, a death or whenever you have an erection after death. You have to have your brain smashed in in a very particular way to have a perpetual erection. That's cool. All right, because so, we're we're illiterate here at almost positive. Sometimes I'm, I'm in the mood to say a dick. I swear it. I didn't make up the word. No, no, I believe it. <laughs> a preopassum is called. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. You gotta look that shit up, bro. That'll oh be my the name god! That. Yeah, it's awesome. That'll be the name of the episode. Yeah, dude. man, fuck it. It's awesome. The pre awesome shit, bro. You hit that. You're hitting it. Yeah, you hit the spot with the pre pass on Yeah, the pre pass But yeah, so, that's one. Is that, is that like a chapter or like a chunk of like a whole story that you're gonna like put together or what? Oh, that is like a story on its own. Okay. And the end, you know, you can see that she's pretty rough cut psychologically, and that's 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 on purpose. And um, so so it ties itself up in the end because like of her beliefs and everything. Whenever she goes into the gay bar, she doesn't think about the people in there being gay. Yeah. Just. Just so you know. <laughs> so now, when when I when I asked you about what you wanted to talk about, you had a couple of topics that you wanted to get into, and one of yeah. them one of them was false rape accusations. <laughs> yeah, what's up dear, with that? <laughs> dear God, let me tell you guys about something that happened to me. I mean, there were a couple of other false accusations. And, and they got taken by the court, and evidence showed that I didn't actually rape them. But this is the thing that all men should most be afraid of. Well, hold on, hold on. Was, is this since last time you came on? When was no. the last time? Okay, okay, okay. cool. Okay. But um, there, there was a woman who was with Occupy. And she um, turned in, I, I think it was like 15 napkins. And she had taken these guys off, given them a blowjob, and then used them basically for blackmail. So she turned these in all at once to the court. And the court realized, well, the court couldn't take um, evidence that was that old anyway. And on a napkin, it was just stupid. But <clears throat> me and those other men that she had done this to, she constantly rails about and her story changes. But she gets to go around and she gets to influence people with with this story. 
which is which is not true, you know, because she wanted to give us the blowjobs. <laughs> so, so there was so so was okay. just a lucky that guy. So you were on uh, an an, an <laughs> occupy uh, situation. Yes, and, and there was, was a chick. There was a chick blowing yeah. everybody and like blowing everybody in one tent. So. <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> Her her van. Traveling. Was it like a line? Like a like a line or were was everyone there at the same time? <laughs> no. Um she just she just got people alone and that's what she did. Okay. And she was she has this well, she's incredibly fat. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay. Okay. So, so like she, and she, I, you know, I don't know what it is, but she has something deep down. She feels like she needs to do this for some reason. But the thing about it is, is like she doesn't care. I mean, she's basically a sociopath because she doesn't care how. The, her story affects those men yeah. by lying and going around and trying to undermining their life with this story. Uh, I mean, she can't keep herself away from it. Mm. And and I don't mean sexually. She wants everybody that's around me to know that I raped her, you know, and all of these other men. That's what she spends most of her time doing. And she gets a nut check. I don't understand why that the courts and everything allow this, especially here in California. I mean, this has affected my life. You know, I can understand if a woman is really raped, but a woman who was really raped would never do dream of doing this. A woman who's really raped is afraid of the man who raped her and simply won't follow them around. How I mean, do you know is, this? That is the fact. You know, but a lot how, of women like, how, how, are... Hey, how, how do you know this? You feel like you know that? Yeah, you know, so... Uh, you know that? There's, there's, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know that? You know that feeling? You know, you know you've been there, you've experienced that, you've, you know it? What? Yeah. Yeah, I know what it's like to be falsely accused, you know, and, and I know what it's like to be hurt and be scared. Sure, sure, I know what that all feels like, you know. So what, but so... I, I don't think that I should suffer for somebody else's story, you know. I, I don't think that's, I think that that is just, that is much worse than raping somebody is just trying to ruin their life. You what know? is she accusing everybody of exactly? Mm-hmm. What is she accusing everybody of? What are the actual like? Sexual she said that, are, that she said that everyone raped she said her. He forced her to give them a blowjob, and that was not that wasn't even the first iteration. Yeah, because her story changed because she tried to put in the evidence. Way more than once, and on those. So what really those, happened then? Affidavits, 
he her said story changed. She was blowing dudes in the van. Yeah. And then she collected everyone's semen and napkins and then <laughs> claimed everybody raped her. Yeah. So each napkin has someone else's semen, semen, like a different person's semen. Yeah, she did couldn't even keep track of it. Huh. I mean, well, how do you end up in these crazy ass situations? Last time you came out here, you told us that a lady uh, attacked you with a fucking uh, what was it? Uh, like some garden you you fucking tool? Yes, yes a garden trowel. Garden <laughs> trowel. How you? How you do you end up in these situations? Stab somebody with one of those. Yeah, no, you could. I, I'm like hiding out in my house. I, I, it has nothing to do with coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, how's that going, bro? How's it going, man? It's going good. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because last time, and and that was like the story. That's a story you told us when we were talking. And when 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 you and I were messaging before you came on the show, yeah. you told me the story about the library ladies. Oh God, yes. What happened? What happened with that? It's a big fat black woman, um, and and the head of the um, the library. I forget her name. I probably shouldn't say it anyway. Yeah, probably not. But, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, they came out and uh, attacked me, not necessarily so much physically at first, but they were angry because I was smoking pot across the street. <gasps> and the children, they claimed that the children could see me from inside the children's part of the library. And that's why they attacked me. Like as far as as far as I know, that's that's why they attacked me, you know. And you know, I like leading on into our next subject, which was, um, you know. God. Wait. So what they do? They they tried to get security on you, didn't they? Oh, those security or state troopers that are at that library because it's a state university. Yeah. And that that was it? And yeah. Well, this this went on for several weeks. They would leave the library, go across the street, and attack me. And, um, you know, <clears throat> leading on into this, I, I think that this, went, this is because women are taught that hitting men and doing this sort of thing is okay. Everybody seems to think that the Violence Against Women's Act is to protect women. But, the, to, 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 to be honest with, with everybody, they had an equal, because we have to be equal in treatment to both men and women in the law. So, Otherwise, this wouldn't have gotten passed. I so recent... they, put, they put a little clause in there that said this is for men and women, and it doesn't matter. But the whole thing is worded towards to the benefit of women. Yeah, I recently and, found that out too. Yes, a, a lever. You know, tell us more. What, like, what is it exactly? Believe, 
Nobody believed anything that I said. But every time that those women, um, you know, said that I was rude or something, they had approached me. And what they were doing was they were telling me that I needed to leave the library because they didn't want me there. Yeah. So the violence against the violence against women thing, uh, Ulysses, I, I know it from my work and from okay. signing leases properties. And the way I understand it, um, it's basically, you know, you're the tenant of a place. If you have a fucking, like a crazy stalker or someone trying to get to you or whatever, you won't be held responsible for what happens. And if you have to leave, they'll take that into account. So it won't be like an eviction or whatever. It's kind of like something like that. There's more to it, but that's how I know it from just housing. Okay. Um, and you know, we actually talked about it a couple of weeks ago on the show because yeah. we were like, why isn't it the violence against people act? <laughs> and it kind of is like, he's saying it isn't kind of, it's in there. Like, yeah, it's also for men too, yeah. but it's called the violence against women act. So it's, you know, like it is catered to protecting women, which is, I mean, you know, you know, it didn't, it didn't matter to the police at all that I had been attacked like that. I mean, the video is on the internet of what happened. Um, did y'all, did y'all get that link? That no, I haven't yeah, gotten it. If you, if you send, oh, what's know. the link? You send the link. And what's, uh, what's the main, uh, stuff, the tags, like it's just Toby oh. Nixon gets, gets attacked. Daily motion. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Cause they have a better, um, they're better than YouTube. Okay. Um, so Daily Motion, and it's the Ganjistan Observer. <laughs> Observer. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll look yeah, for so it. Uh, you guys just pulling that off, right? Yeah, right. go ahead. You guys tell, can talk. Tell, I'll tell us a little it. bit about the clip, right? Right. So uh, the woman comes, and she's been hanging out over here. Um, in front of my building, and you can't see that in the building, but I walk over to the bus stop, and I talk to my friend, and then at some point, this woman just kind of walks over, puts her backpack down, takes out a garden trowel, and then comes over and presses her body right up against mine, and so whenever I push her off of me, she tries to hit me with the garden trowel. And, you know, the, the, the police made all kinds of excuses for her behavior. I said she put her backpack down. She put the garden trowel in the back of her pocket, in her back pocket. And then she comes over and gets in my personal space. And legally, I can, you know, I can push her off. But all the cops got angry. Like, you know, how dare I do that to a woman? And then tried to make it seem like it was my fault, and that's why she attacked me with the garden trowel. And then, not only, not only does that happen, but the property management here confronts me about 
about attacking this woman. You know, this was and, the this was the same as the library people, or is this this is this separate incident, right? Yeah, but I'm starting to figure out that these because that women don't look are, like like women have an so, issue with you or what? Woman, the woman who worked at Occupy also uh, got a job with the Community Housing First uh, organization, whatever it's. I don't even think I got it correct. But anyway, they worked in the library, and so that woman and the black woman and those women that worked the library um, had a lot of talk, you know, so that might be, and then Community Housing First is is actually the people who initiated building this building and um, doing all this, uh, getting these low-income buildings in San Jose, and she's, she, she like, works for that company, um, the woman that was at Occupy, and so, so these people are literally connected. You know, so, and that's what I'm saying, is like this false accusation is causing these people to not treat me like a human being. Yeah. Like I have, like I have the right to um, protection of person and property, you know. It's crazy. Bad guy. I have the clip uh, pulled up if you guys want to watch it. Hold on, I'll see if I can share screens with this guy. attempts to kill me in front of my apartment. 2020 08 So it's just. On this camera, this is. First person Are you wearing the camera? Oh, you just got got. Who's wearing the camera? I think he's holding the camera. Toby, you're holding the camera. Are you holding the camera or wearing the camera? I wearing And who's this uh, gentleman laughing yes. with you? <laughs> yeah, give it a second. So she, while I'm talking to him, she puts backpack down right there. Okay. Oh, so you were just recording just to record, and then all of a sudden you got attacked? I didn't say. Yeah. Damn. Happy yeah, sense. You know what's wrong with that? What's doing? My camera was pointing in the wrong direction. I would have never, never talked to Oh, she thought, oh, she thought you were recording her. Like, we barely got glimpses of her. I see you talking to her. Yeah. Homeboy the whole time, and your camera's veering off. The lady there she walks comes. up. It's gonna happen real quick. See my green bags up? Oh my god, shit! Don't even think about doing that shit again! <laughs> Let it go! <laughs> Let it go! No! I'm taking it away! Let it go! The next time you get up in my face, bitch, you're gonna have a scar! The fucking Yo, yo what is she holding? What yeah. are you trying to uh, get her to let go? A blade? That was the garden trowel. Like it's, it's from the there. hardware store. Like, like a spade. A oh. Shovel. oh, shit. Okay. 
Well, yeah, she was trying could, to stab you. you could barely, I thought you, you were Mexican, bro. You, you don't could, know what a fucking yeah. guy trying to say. You can barely oh, see it, but yeah, you you get the 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 uh, the garden trail. I saw out of a glimpse hands. of it. Yeah, yeah. shining. All right, this is all just happenstance. <laughs> like you were just. Who was that cool. dude you were recording? So it's okay. So all right, the <laughs> video. The video. She was trying to stab you with it or what? Yeah, she was trying to take my fucking head off. Okay. okay. <laughs> and she just like came up to you with it and just started swinging at you. And... Yeah, I think it was because I was I turned my camera off. I mean, on whenever I came outside, yeah. and it was in front of her, and yeah. she didn't like that. So whenever she heard me across the street, yeah. and mind you, she's she's at the place where I live, you know, on our property. And she's selling speed. Nice. Like, uh, so she's crazy. She's probably she's parent. She's already a paranoid territory and shit. People on Fuck people you on recording me. People on speed are mad paranoid. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, that makes sense. What? <laughs> a lot of context because you brought yeah. this up. You brought this story up last time you were on here, and I was like, wait, what? Like there was a lot of details that they didn't really connect. But uh, now seeing it, yeah. You know, it's after like, that, yeah. I understand now. You you had a camera and you were recording. Who was that was dude? Who, who was the dude at the? Who it's was like that the, dude? It's like the turtle man. He's one of the people that live with me in this apartment. Okay. Building. So building. You, yeah, you he were recording the dude, the dude, and that was him laughing, right? No, that was me laughing like weirdly. That that's me. Okay. I, I'm okay. the one that laughed. You, started, you got your camera, you started laughing, the lady thought, she probably thought you guys were laughing at her, or recording her, or whatever, crazy yeah. ass crack, you know, speed lady, speed lady paranoid, shit. tried to stab you with a garden shit. child, I saw the <laughs> child, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy, man. yeah, yeah, that was crazy, man. yeah, yeah, it was nuts, oh, yeah, you survived, this, fucking A, you move I mean, on, I'm, I'm a big man, right, okay, and, I believe that women sometimes target me because they can always say, that's a big man. Do you believe that I would attack him? No, he's abusive. Mm -mm. I mean, that, that happens a lot. I'm a pretty big ass dude too, though. Like, what do you mean? You've had short lot. chicks trying to attack you? Like, nah, I don't have women attack me. What are like the different charges you've gotten then? Charges? Yeah. Um... Well, I have been charged, I guess, with two rapes. Like full um, count? Like they, they found you guilty? No. No, just no. he was just charged. Oh, okay. He found guilty of. That's a different thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I guess. We oh, I, I We've all been that. charged with shit. All of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. one, of them, one of them, I didn't even know. Um, I never went to court because they were reviewing the evidence, and the evidence was stationary video cameras. And the evidence told my story exactly. Okay. You know, and they didn't want me um, to put in a statement. You know, police will, if you are cute, if they think that it happened in some different way, they don't want you to tell your story. You know, but what? Okay, so so you've been charged with you've been charged with those two rapes. What else have you been charged with? Um, I no, you know, um, I've been 
I was charged with 16 um, murders in one night. What the fuck? Okay, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> it's going to be in my memoirs, so it's okay. <laughs> so in Sacramento, and there was there's um, like Friendship Park, yeah. and then there's the women's shelter that's right across the street. And a lot of people and me, whenever I was going to college, I went there to get food during the day. But whenever I was coming over there, there would be two women that would stand there, and they were whores, and they would try to, if you didn't give, they, they told you that they were single mothers, and then um, they would just rob you if you didn't, or tell you to leave. You know, they were literally trying to hold up homeless men that were going over there to get food. And so I threw one of them over the fence. Um, <laughs> like a what? wrestler and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. like a wrestler man right there. Okay, thing. like, what happened with that? What made you well, chuck a Wait, chuck hold on, hold on. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, continue. So, <clears throat> you know, I found a few things about that. And this gang was actually working with the police, meaning the police were supplying them with drugs, and the home, the the women's shelter, which had a strict curfew at ten o'clock, was allowing all of those women to come out and prostitute themselves at night, and there was literally nothing that I could do, and I felt really close to this situation because they were selling drugs and prostitutes at a homeless shelter. Yeah. They were taking advantage of the guys working the most vulnerable people in our society. And so they had already told me to leave town. They were going to kill me. They had tried to do it a couple of times and the cops were just not going to, the cops were telling me to leave town, you know? So me <clears throat> going to college there and actually going into to classes there, I couldn't leave at that time. So I just went out and bought a new lock and chain and went over there and started spinning it in the cul-de-sac. And those people tried to chase me off, and they ended up getting smacked with that lock and brain damage and dying because they were attacking me literally someplace that was closed at that point in time while they were in a criminal venture. And so California... Um, Wait, but you were out there swinging this chain and lock, you said? Yeah, and you can do that. That's completely legal. The chain and lock is is not illegal at all. And you and didn't you think about that? Like that that might look different to somebody else's perspective? Wait, what? But they, you killed 16 of them? <laughs> <You're not. laughs> what? Yeah, what? You killed 16 of them? Wait, you can't ask him that. Well, I mean... Yeah, it's yeah, not. Like, I it's not her. like I went. Out, it's not like I went out <laughs> yeah, 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 there yeah, with their, 
Yeah, yeah, and yeah. shot him from across the street. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, you're waving this chain and like and shit, you're rocking out. And what happens? What else? Now that you had yes, you know they're they've they are in a criminal enterprise, and whenever they're in a criminal enterprise, they they have no legal right. No, no, that, that's fine. Legally, I get it. He's, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. He's got what, six, sixteen of them. He's got sixteen notches on his on his chain. That's like, like yeah, we're, we're, yeah, 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 So was this like a kill bill type? Them. Like they all came <laughs> at them. once, or they they waited turns? There was there was they came in waves. You know, um, <laughs> was this guy, like a game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah fuck yeah, next level. One guy tried to shoot me, but the chain was obviously faster because he wasn't, he wasn't, what the fuck? He wasn't pointing it at me. Yeah, you know? yeah hey, so you're I, just moving your ass about me. Bro, they should train cops to do that. Uh, yeah, so that's effective. How you that's effective. Black How'd you know that that was so effective? <laughs> he just <laughs> smiles. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had a video. That was cool. It's physics and <laughs> chain fighting is actually a very old style of martial arts. That's true. Homeless people will use a lock and a chain a lot to protect themselves because they are vulnerable. This was very popular during the 90s and the 80s as well. When I was a young... When I was a young punk kid, I used to put a bandana on a lock, and I had it in my <gasps> pocket all the time. And no, you know, it was one of those things. Like uh, I never used it because you know I'm a peaceful person. Blah blah blah. <laughs> but yeah, I get, I get the the yeah a heavy ass thing on a on a chain or lock or rope, whatever. Like yeah, it swing works that well. shit around. That's crazy. It's awesome. Well, it's cool. I just I just thought if the cops were going to arrest me, if they were going to uh, harm all those people and my life was over because they were going to kill me well i i thought that well, why, you know, why were you out there just swinging around just because you could like like what were you I mad about something was that i knew that they were, they were doing their illegal business yeah okay like, so to you, you you're out there clearing the streets. He's like Spider Man, the, the Punisher. Yeah, the yeah, Punisher. Yeah, yeah. I like the Punisher. Vigilante. <laughs> Punisher Toby Nixon. What? Say that again. Yeah, I said very, very vigilante. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's. I mean, hey, dude. That's that's a feat. Sixteen yeah. people. That's like a. Like oh a, hell yeah! Yeah, that's good, dude. Well. Man, that, I'm, that's I'm intense. Gonna, I'm going to do a video uh, teaching people how to use it. The chain and oh, lock combo? Yeah, you yeah, should. Let do. Know. Yeah, let me know when you can subscribe so we could check yeah, that let, out. Yeah, let, let us know it. when you put it out. That way I could check it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm still setting up the production on that. Yeah. So, yeah, let us know. Yeah. Bro. All right. So now, I mean,. You mentioned that you wanted to talk about the upcoming civil war. I don't even think you have anything to worry about. Just you and a lock and a chain. <laughs> so, um, well, why do I think that there's there's sort of like we're on the verge of a civil war? You know, of course, none of us 
none of us want a civil war. Uh, don't really. speak, don't speak no. for all of us. <laughs> I don't want a civil war. I I think it's well, either it's either gonna be fucking if Trump wins, Antifa and all the leftists are gonna riot and break shit. And if Biden wins, we're gonna have like a 1990s resurgence of militias and the white. 1776 is coming back. No, nah, <laughs> just some half-ass white fucking terrorist militia type. You know, I'm, I actually did join as a reserve for the Texas militia. Yeah, that's cool, man. You know what they say about the tree of liberty. I know, I wish I could be in a militia. If you could make your own, yeah. your let's, own. Go, let's go. Let's almost go. Positive the militia. almost positive oh, militia. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> the almost positive metal militia. <laughs> I hate metal well, militia. So I'll sign up, man. The, <laughs> we're so split here right now. You know, yeah. um, okay. you know, with the uh, all the violence and 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 things that are going on and the election fraud. I mean, it looks to me, you know, as if there was a foreign power who was influencing these things to destabilize our country. Like the Russians or the Chinese? I don't know. Who? It could be a domestic threat. No there shit. is no way of doing this. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, I think it was the power of elite, but there's there's nothing to connect it with anything. Yeah. You know, um, but we've we've set, we've set ideology as making people be so opposed to each other that there is literally violence in the street, and then you have these vast conspiracies um, to change the vote, to run votes more than one time, for people to vote that shouldn't be voting, and. And you're just you're you're just making this is just riling people up, you know. Um, aside from the racism that's going on on both sides, you know that white people are evil and stupid and whatever, you know that's racism. Is that part you know, of the so Black Lives Matter terrorism that you're talking about too? Yes, when if you look at the leaders and what they say, that very much identifies them as uh, directing these these violent attacks, not just on people but property. And those, and and if if another country was influencing them, that would be an act of war. Yeah. We had a lady that was going to come on here today who would have been nice to speak to about it because she uh, supports the BLM movement, but but she didn't come on, so it's too bad. Toby wins by default? Yep. Yeah. Toby so. wins by default. Well, dude, Toby, <laughs> do you have any closing <laughs> remarks for your segment? I feel that I feel that you've you've said a lot of uh like uh Shit that that's just kind of like whoa, you know. Yeah. Do yeah. you have any closing remarks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy a lock and a chain. Buy a lock and a chain. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sound advice. 
That's some good advice. That's good. Stuff. My my uh, favorite okay. my favorite hero, uh, Spawn, has a lock and a chain. You know, that's his thing. <laughs> and Spawn is like that's my that's my homie. Bro. Yeah, you know, that's that's my guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, everyone's running around talking about. Oh, I grew up with Spider Man and Batman. Like, bitch, Spawn. I grew up with yeah. Spawn. Like, this guy fucking was fucking decapitating people. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking sold his soul to the hey. devil. Cool ass suit. To come back and Shit. fucking protect the homeless and like, tear people apart. <laughs> what about the dick? <laughs> <laughs> there was some dick too in Spawn. <laughs> Alright, so fucking Ulysses. Yeah, We're gonna talk to Ulysses. Oh, shit. What's up? What's up? You know that's your song forever now, right? Yo, 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 what up? Alright, Mr. Ulysses. What's going on? I came out my mama's pussy kicking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this guy. Listen, yeah. dude. So, so are we are we allowed to talk? Like you you disappeared on us, man. <laughs> yeah. you disappeared off of the face of the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was worried. I'm like, oh shit, dude. What happened to the fucking? But you know what? The thing is that a bunch of people fucking disappeared from my shit. <laughs> Everybody said the election is coming. I'm getting the fuck up. Uh, like a bunch. Ain't no one wanted to talk to you. Like a fuck bunch that of shit, people though. disappeared from my shit. Yeah. Fucking like I have, like if I scroll down, mm-hmm. dozens of people. Their their profiles say that they're no longer fucking there. A lot of them <laughs> also have the messages they sent me blocked. Yeah. Oh shit. No, yeah. So like you know how normally if someone left Facebook, you can still see the messages you sent each other. Yeah. So, like, these people that whose profiles got deleted for having fake profiles, the messages they sent you, you can't see them anymore. And it's funny because the bubble's still there, so you can scroll through all the shit you told them, but you can't see what they told you. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> fucking Facebook, man. Goddamn Facebook. But anyway, you disappeared off of fucking social media, man. Are you okay? Should we be worried about you? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it's good. I had a couple of reasons. So I kind of dip out of there. That's uh, good, dude. Yeah, good. yeah. Has it, has you're it a better good? man for it. Yeah, I know. I couldn't leave social. <laughs> yeah, I feel feel a little different. <laughs> um, yeah, but I kind of popped out just because a little bit for me. Just kind of gets to see, like all the political shit, and it was just like there's so much of it. And I was just like, I just, you know, this might be I had a, yeah, I just had to step away from all like all of it, all the bullshit. Just, yeah. yeah. I get it. I want it. I want it sometimes. Sometimes to me, sometimes it's like the negativity, and it's not yeah, even the negativity because yeah, yeah. I like I like it's, some negativity and pushback, but it's the we like seeing what it does to the people between yeah, each other. It's like yeah, man, like really, yeah. like man, it's fucked up. Like people should be like looking past the bullshit and really looking at the bullshit. You know, and being able to come together and realize what's really right. Yeah, that that's been my biggest thing. It's like seeing people go at each other and mm-hmm. seeing like how hopeless it is it's like Damn, yeah, it's like, yeah come on, it's man, like, fucking feel. I was like man I had to get away from that shit I'm like it's just fucking hopeless 
Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking, oh, no, it's a terrible thing. Well, now man. you have an opportunity to restart. You know, if you ever go back on, you start a just whole yeah, new one, yeah, yeah. and that way no one can ever trace your old shit back to you. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, got that off, shit going back to you. Gotta throw yeah. them off the trail. Yeah, are you no, are you gonna come back, bro? Ever? Oh yeah, actually, just jump back on. Um, and it has a lot to do with uh, you know, got a new project coming out too. Oh, you're trying uh, to market. sell things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, probably, I just want to try to fucking play some shit. Trying That's what I'm trying to do. So, so uh, fucking, I mean, like, do you miss it, bro? Do you miss social media? Do you miss? Did you get into a lot of arguments so, with people? Not so, not so much arguments, but just I guess just see like people's I guess ideas, <laughs> people's nonsense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, man, like. I didn't care to look at that shit anymore. So I was like, yeah, whatever, man. I I, I like looking at it. It's yeah. crazy, dude. It's facts. Wow. Big it's facts. Like, it's like watching a fucking car crash <laughs> or, or like a compilation of car this, crashes. This guy likes setting up fucking like cones in the middle of the road and watch people like get into accidents. That's what oh, he does. Shit. <laughs> just get out there. Just get wild. Yeah. Hey, really give it to him, He'll bro. throw some red meat out there and watch the wolves <laughs> pick it apart. I don't, I mean... I don't like causing it, but I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, well, dude, up. you know the internet's not the same without you. Oh, yeah. I'm just no, it's cool. It's it's, it's a lot. It's nice to kind of get away, just kind of get get a whole restart. Uh, Amazing. I was going through a bunch of other shit too. Cool. Well, uh, listen, dude, I probably could one day benefit from leaving social media for a bit. You could. No, yeah. Nothing's ever gotten serious. Like, I probably went in my early, mid-20s, early 20s, probably a time. Sometimes, you know how you get those, those like, uh, like what is it, the yearly, like, the reminders of shit you posted four or five years ago? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I look at those, and I'm like, ooh. Oh, cringe. God, I posted cringe. that? Like, <laughs> cringe. Cringe. That's awful. So I look at that, and I'm like, I should have not been on social media then. Beta! <laughs> but now I just repost shit. I don't even really put too many opinions on social media. Yeah, repost, yeah, repost. It was like Tumblr back in the day. Blah um, blah blah. How dare you? But anyway, oh, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, it's cool. It's whatever. <laughs> Most of your <laughs> social media activity I see is that of a entrepreneur salesman oh. <laughs> trying to sell us some shit. And I, yeah, I caught I you. I get away from that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> caught you on fucking Instagram, which with a, with a new shirt that you guys made for the elections. Boom, 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 boom. Oh yeah. Or was, was it a like, new shirt? Yeah, the yeah. fuck Trump shirt. Oh yeah, 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 fuck Trump shirt. That was a it's yeah. very strong stance, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a collaboration with uh, my boy Mateo, Mateo Zapata. Oh, shirt. Like, oh, that sounds like a dangerous yeah, Mexican. Know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's a. Uh, yeah, he's a journalist right there in Filson, too. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, a market homie. out there for yeah. fuck Trump. Yeah. 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 <laughs> fuck Trump is very lucrative at this point. Yeah. And it was just like a, like a stance. Like he brought to me. And I was like, fuck it. Let's run it. You know? Yeah. And so we ran it. Well, you guys. good. You guys had done another good. Trump shirt before, too, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a couple of years. A couple of years back. It was a design that I actually did, that I made. Uh, I said, uh, chinga tu madre. You know, and then on below it said "fuck Trump." Like what? Twenty. So well, twenty sixteen. Chinga tu madre, yeah. which in Spanish means uh, "we love Trump." Yeah, <laughs> is that what that means? 
If you ever, if you ever want to fucking tell somebody you, you like Trump, that's how you. No, 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 no. That was racist. <laughs> but uh, yeah. so I mean, have you had anyone like hate on you guys, like for for nah, making the shirts cool, or be man. like, oh, that's not cool, or is no, everyone on really. board? Everyone's like down with it. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. So who, <laughs> what, what kind of like pushback have you gotten from it from people? Uh, shit, nothing really to be honest. I've never really had yeah. it kind of come up to me. Oh, we've had, uh, I mean, more than anything, we had this other design that was like a flag and with the stars where it was like the anarchy A. And we would have sometimes, uh, like, like cops or ex veterans who would like look at that man and would like feel, um, feel like it's like offended that it was replaced, like with the anarchy. Well, when we made that shit was also during the time when, like, the first election of, like, Trump and, like, everything was all fucked up. Yeah. You know? What and would you whole, tell them? What would you oh, tell yeah, them? Oh, yeah, it's all, like, the, like, like, that represents the chaos that's going in in our country at that moment. When I designed that, it was a flag up in chaos, you know? Yeah. What would they say? They, they would either just still get upset about it. You could tell I mean, they're prideful over, the, you know, what they believe in. So regardless of what you tell them, you know, they're still going to be hurt. Yeah. You know, and that's just what that was, you know? Yeah, it's interesting because fucking I've I've had one time someone talk shit about wearing like a military jacket. Like, God, oh, you're not supposed to wear that because fucking you're you're nobody, you know. Like you, you, you haven't done what you need to to earn the rights. Like, uh, all right, boy. I think we're all guilty of wearing a fucking like, yeah. See, but I've talked to okay. veterans that were like, if I see someone burn the flag. That's oh, it. Yeah. There's no talking. I'm going to fuck them up. Yeah. But then I've talked to veterans that were like, that's what I fought for is for you to have the right to do that. So, you know, fucking whatever. Anything you do, someone's going to be out there like, oh, no, man, that's fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that's also it's, uh, like a friend of mine. We were talking about it before. And like, I think it was all drug too. It was telling us like, you know, this is uh, like, this is America. Like, you have the right to do whatever you want, whether it's right or it, or whether it's wrong, you know. I was like, you know, I agree with that shit. That's true. I mean, this is, like, the only country you could do, like, literally whatever the fuck it is you want, you know. And yeah. there's consequences. No one's free of consequences, Yeah. you know. But you can go and do whatever the fuck you want. If you get caught up and there's consequences, be ready to, you know, face all that shit, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah, America, you know. America, bro? Yeah. That was America? No, nah, <laughs> that's not the original. <laughs> From now on, that's our new patriotic sound and shit. All right. America. I got you. America. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Yeah. Well, so so when I hit you up earlier, I was like, you know, what do you, you want to talk about? And yeah. what you say? You didn't say shit. Yeah, nah, but yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you told me that you were you were starting a new fucking music thing. Oh, and yeah, uh, yeah. what's what's going on there, man? Yeah, so we got a new little project going on. We actually just like I came out public as a band called Endpath. And you come uh, out public as bands yeah, now? I guess. It sounds like you're coming out of the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm in a band. Yeah, like, yeah I'm transitioning. <laughs> you know, we got some people waiting, bro. You know what? This is not just metal. This is experimental metal. <laughs> so was it? Was it just like? It's cool. <laughs> was it just a bunch of hype, and you guys made it official, or what? Yeah, I mean, we're just like playing like shit. A lot of hype between ourselves. Fuck yeah, we're just gassing ourselves up, man. It's awesome. It's been good. I think the music. Fuck it. I think the music stay. It's fun. So how? What you about come? the dick? <laughs> <laughs> it's there. Oh, it's there. Too. It's there. 
There's plenty of dick to go around. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I'm in the mood to see a dick. <laughs> that's that's what we want to know first here at Almost Positive. Is there any dick in it's your musical? Yeah, if there is, is there any dick in your musical endeavors? Yeah. We need to first and foremost, we need to know what was the name for the dead erections. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, uh, shit, that was fucking. Uh, that was too long that was ago. Too long ago. That was a big word. I remember Snoo. That's about it. <laughs> so are these yeah. these are dudes that you've always known? Like, what? Well, how, oh, yeah, uh, how this come about? Guys, I was I was playing on a project before uh, called Contra. It's more like metalcore band, and a couple of those members. I'm with them in this. So it's kind of just like how I was getting together doing our own shit. How uh, many bands have you been in? Like in general, like I've throughout your been, life, oh, my life, I've been in a lot of fucking bands, <laughs> dude. I Damn. know, man. In the time I've yeah. known you, I've, you've been in like five or six bands. Yeah, I've been in a bunch of other bands too. That I guess, like, uh, I guess we never actually like went out and played, but we like would either record something or write something, You're like but a just serial, like never release it type deal. A serial basis, dude. And bass, <laughs> bass and guitar and shit. That's yeah, cool, it was man. like always bass. And you then slut, yeah, dude. You're a, a slut. Your mus- is where I got into with the into guitar. You're a musical yeah. slut, bro. <laughs> How's it feel? See, it's good. I'm dipping over into drums. I'm trying to get into drums oh, now shit. more too. So I'm like, oh, you sound right, liberated, bro. Hey. <laughs> All right. So th- this was the song, and so the song is here, here. Yeah, here I'm playing guitar. I'm, I'm playing guitar here. Yeah. yeah, and it's called cancel rent. Is there cancel anything rent. anything we need to know about it? Uh, it was it was it was written during like COVID time. All this shit. Oh, this shit. is all you know coming right. out. Yeah, now it's in the jukebox.
That was hot. That's like a, a departure from what I've always from what I've always known you to play. Ah! Yeah. So you're the local metalhead. <laughs> How do you guys like? This is one song. Like, do you guys have other songs that you've written and just haven't released? Like, is yeah. this the general vibe of like the project, or like, are you guys gonna do some rock? You guys all yeah, look yeah, like yeah. rockers. In the yeah, yeah. We we actually do got this other song that we're actually shooting a video for in the next couple of weeks, like two weeks, or next week actually. Um, it, it's it's a little bit more like heavier rock feel. Uh, it's called Still a Bitch. So still a bitch. Dude. Still a bitch. <laughs> so oh, yeah. this is gonna be coming out. Uh what's that about? Enough. What's this what's that about? Uh it's about cops. Oh, oh. shit. Yeah. I thought it was about an ex. Yeah. <laughs> so where all the girls at? <laughs> <laughs> it's about the police. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. So that should be cool, man. The video should be if we get to pull it off how we want to, you know, it should be an interesting video. It should be cool. So, I'm that. Yeah, still so that'll be coming out. And I'm guessing you don't say nothing nice about the police. Nah, not really. <laughs> nah, the, hook, the hook's pretty much the title. We know? love, we love our cops, our law enforcement. Something, yeah. something, 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 something. <laughs> yeah, Mario, Mario loves his police. Yeah, fucking. Would you play in a <laughs> band? Love this song, dude. Would you play in a pro police band with with this guy, with Van? Let's go, bro. Let's rock out. Let's uh, <laughs> we'll play Police Truck by Dead Kennedys. We tried. Didn't we? Were you with us when we were trying to play that? With no, I remember we tried to play fucking Misfits. What are oh, you doing? No, uh, Danny, Danny was trying. Uh, die, die, darling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that happened. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> you remember that shit? Yeah, dude. it's a disaster. <laughs> what? Did we talk about that the first time you came on? Me and Ulysses tried to. We yeah. it was me, him, and Josie was in it. We should yeah, get Josie on. Yeah, bro. It should be good, well, man. He's uh, he's a father yeah, of two now, bro. Yeah, he's father of two now, now, man. Yeah, he's a busy yeah, man. He could talk yeah. to us about being a father of two and a metalhead. <laughs> we'll have yeah. the posers reunion if you can get. Oh there. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, fucking uh, yeah, we we went on a talent show audition and did a, a "Die Die My Darling" by the Misfits. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I I had no rhythm. I couldn't hear my. <laughs> I couldn't hear myself. I, you was ready to punk out too, and I was like, "Bro, uh, <laughs> I, was like, yeah, yeah. I was trying not to do it. I have severe stage fright, so I was like, uh, <laughs> "You gotta do this shit, bro. You gotta do this." Yeah, I don't want to do this shit. And, uh, and it, it went, it went exactly how I figured it would. <laughs> yeah, but you did it, bro. You <laughs> fucking did it, bro. But I did. That is you true. You fucking bro. did it, bro. That's the American spirit. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe like, in integrity. Out, bro. I'm up there rocking out with you. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, you doing it, yeah. bro." <laughs> like, <laughs> In the face of complete yeah, yeah. fucking, you know, adversity, bro. Yeah, yeah up there just, he just faces it like no, fuck yes, deliverance. Blah fuck blah it. blah. <laughs> this, failing is a good lesson in life. Yeah, fuck <gasps> it's really? like Damn, people die, okay. bro, when they fail. Yeah, but but you know what? But shit after that doesn't seem as bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dead, you won't have to continue living. It's yeah. <laughs> a good lesson. It could be worse. You could be alive. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fuck it. <laughs> well, dude, I don't know. Worse. I think this is sick. You're, Sorry, you're, you're. I know you're some metalhead, and like the last mm. band you were in was Contra. That's yeah, the name yeah, of the yeah. band. And Contra had, with the period. We have yeah. one of the songs. Is that important? Like no, it's just like or you can't find us. Like it was so hard with that name. That's what they it was like a little downfall. Contra I feel. period. Yeah. And then the period helped find you? 
a little bit better, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a hard name because when he punched in Contra, the first thing that popped up was you know what you should have used. You should have used the Spanish N. Did you? Did you well, guys? that's retarded. So did you guys? Did you guys have any alternate names that you were gonna use? Um, no, for that. No, for that band, I just kind of joined into like uh, it was already going. Yeah, it was already going. And a friend of mine who was actually the guitarist who I actually like pretty much like took over his slot. Mm-hmm. Um, he was stepping down because he was like pursuing like you know like family Beta. family man life Beta. styles buying a house and shit. Beta. He um, was gonna start a podcast. He's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what was it like? Uh, what do you know? Why they picked that name? Um. Yeah, I believe um uh, the drummer's drummer's one who came up with the name, and it's contra contra. Oh, and, like, it's like, pretty it's much going against. Yeah, but it's like going against. It's contra. Yeah. It's counter. <laughs> counter. That's right. how you guys should have marketed yeah. yourself in the U.S. Counter. Play, play in the U.S. Play the songs, mm-hmm. dude. And like the whole idea was just like, so we get go against I guess the normal like promoting. We just started hitting the road. We started touring. That song about. <laughs> I don't even fucking remember to be honest. It's about turkeys, bro. It's about turkeys. Yeah, it's a right. breakdown all the way at the end. You guys should go check out the full song because the breakdown at the end is like, oh, I love it. What? what and that was that was like our like our uh, show closer. We would play that because the breakdown at the end is just fucking coming and just kill. But uh, it was good, man. Fucking love playing that shit. That that right there. Yeah. Is that? Uh, I fucking love it with that <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, and so so, what, so powerful. <laughs> and so, what's going on with that band now? Oh no, we broke up. That shit broke up. But <laughs> the whole the brand, drummer, the whole band broke up. The drummer and the bass player and me, guitar. From there, we're forming. We got this other group. 
uh, that was started up by our drummer, who's actually now our singer. Um, and yeah, it's completely different. It's a different mix of styles, still with a little splash of metal in there. And we kind of add that. And that's one. that's the one that we played the yeah. end path. Yeah, 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 yeah. The cancel rent one. Yeah, that's cool. We're doing that. And are and you? Will you guys get that heavy again, or are you guys gonna? Oh uh, yeah, kinda... yeah. We got this. Like I said, yeah. the song is coming out. Uh, and that one's bits. heavy. That one's somewhere along the, the lines of this one that we just. Yeah, had. it was gonna be definitely more upbeat, more like it's it's gonna be having uh, some screaming in there. What? And some you know faster playing. Anger? Is there gonna be anger? Yeah, yeah. We want anger. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, when you when you, you when you yeah when you guys put it out, maybe we could fucking. Uh, yeah, see, I said we're shooting ah! next week. I believe it's like next ah! week. Cool. Next time. Is Sunday. Chance gonna be in it? Fuck yeah, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> I got Snoop too. He's coming in. <laughs> you have Snoop Dogg and Chance the Rapper? <laughs> yeah. Holy moly, dude. Yeah, bro. It's going to be hot, bro. Wow. It's going to be hot. That sounds lit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's the wrong song. What are you doing? <laughs> we'll play that one for you, too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Toby. Uh, Toby uh, Dip, dude. Yeah, I, I think when he we said, you know, your segment's over, he was just all like, I'm out. <laughs> My time is valuable. <laughs> Unless he's been here listening the whole time. <laughs> Toby, Toby, Toby never disappoints. Never. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. I mean, after well, watching tough. that video, I felt like Gabby were, you know, it's like, <gasps> he, he disarmed her. Yeah, the lady yeah. came and attacked him. Yeah. Came with a garden trout, dude. That's crazy. Garden trout. What a name. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. Let's go. What's yeah, going man. on here, guys? What's going yeah, on? Fucking right, fucking, you never heard of a garden trout, bro? No, man. I can't say that. We I call them spades where I come from. But that made more sense. We said spades. I'm like, oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Dude, so. Garden, too. I'm like, okay. Running around, running around in Mexico, the only thing I could think of. Okay. Was How like, fast were you running? <laughs> not fast. <laughs> not very. Was like the only time I've ever seen salesmen like this, like just in the street <laughs> doing crazy shit. Yeah. It's like Indians, you know? Like Indians where they're trying <laughs> okay. to sell you on some shit. <laughs> and I was like, you know, we weren't we weren't far off when we did the whole India Mexico thing. Oh, were we having the glorious return? So we're gonna we're gonna have to go back to, to <laughs> India. Mexico. You 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 did India Mexico with us before, right? Oh, I don't know. Fuck, I was probably like really. How many do you want? Do you want seven. one good one or fucking three? If you get through them quick, yeah. we could do three. Oh, fuck. Three. All right. Let's go. Can you guys do a cover of this song for us? Yeah. Can you do like so? Can you do like a some like Indian progressions, and then hop into some like Mexican progressions for like forty seconds? Like the the duration of that that was twenty seconds. So like actually just from like some Indian progressions to some Mexican progressions in a track, and then we'll try to somehow lay that. But then because she's singing in a different style too, she's singing in like we a can, jazz, yeah, and in like a jazz style. Yeah. So yeah. can that work? Can this, would it have to be redone? 
as a musician, as a professional musician. Yeah. Do we do we need <laughs> to have Tati show up and record with us? Because we want to have a jingle. Oh shit! Hey, hey, Tati, come out and sing that shit. We'll, we'll cover that. <laughs> that was Tati. Yeah, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. So you do some some. You could do some Indian progressions. You know, some drum drumming, and then flip yeah. onto some Mexican yeah, style. Hear some shit. I'm not familiar with it, but let me hear it, and I'm sure I can. Yeah, maybe have, do I have full. Yeah. faith in you <laughs> and all your musician friends hell yeah dude thank you, thank you man. Thank you're on record on the yeah. record and that was like a little thing for for the band too that we want to do is we just want to be like empath just like the add-on band like the that we want to like be able to like maybe like team up with different other artists and play live with them with yeah the there's not band. enough rock like uh features and shit you know like a lot of the feet like hip-hop hip-hop just has that built into it where like a lot of artists contribute together, but like rock doesn't have a lot of that, and I think it's fucking kind of pretty cool to see that. So that'd be yeah. cool to see. Yeah, and the whole thing too is uh, we got everything running to the website, so go check out n npath dot com and hyphen path dot com. Spell that shit out. E n d hyphen p a t h dot com. Boom. Npath dot com. Yeah, check that out. Uh, you see the video, latest video that we dropped with that song, and get on like the newsletter that I guess we're gonna be doing some shit like uh, sending it out every week, talking. Cool. But that's the only way we're not we're not doing like social media for the band or anything like that. It's all just through the newsletter and like our own little street shit that we're gonna be doing. That's old school. Um, yeah, that sounds like yeah, a yeah. like a counter military movement. <laughs> I'm worried now. <laughs> so. What's going on with India? Uh, India or Mexico. Or Mexico. Oh, yeah, fuck What's you. Ah. Uh, the city's police force within this country seized large propane cylinders filled with marijuana on December 11th, 2017. Police sources said the peddlers had cut the bottom of the propane cylinders and replaced it with a metal sheet. It was so easy they could just like open it up, stuff it up with drugs, and, and put it away. But uh, the cops had found the uh, propane truck had inspected it, seen that it was making irregular deliveries, and then fucking, like, went through it and found the, the drugs and underneath the, you know, inside these little compartments inside the propane tanks. You know those huge propane tanks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those. Yeah. Uh, Mexico. You got? you got Mexico? Yes. What you got, Ulysses? Do you think this happened in India or Mexico? Damn, that's a good one. Uh, I feel the marijuana. I want to say Mexico. Mexico. Why? Why, bro? Because... Like that's unfamiliar. That's kind of like related. That's, that's what you used of, to yeah. do. That's what's happened. I've heard that's what's happened out there. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. No, oh, no, 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 no. That was racist. <laughs> my cousin's showing me some shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's just implicate your cousins. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Where did it happen? Smoke weed every day. <laughs> Damn, bro. Damn. What the fuck are the Indians smuggling weed for? Didn't they, like, discover it? Isn't that where weed came from? I don't know why they're smuggling weed. It was a story that I found. That's crazy. Damn, That's fucking crazy. All right, What's next, one? next one. Crazy Vaginas can only hold so much meth. That I believe that's true, I guess. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I vote yes. A woman was yes just too. found a couple weeks ago with a pound of meth in her vagina. Jesus. The stash was not staying in place very well as officers of this country were able to, to were already suspicious of her behavior, but visibly they saw a piece of the condom hanging out of her shorts. The package, <laughs> <laughs> the package didn't want to come out completely, oh. so the woman had to be hospitalized and had to be removed by a doctor. 
that was, was it India, India or Mexico? India. It sounds like some shit you'd see in India. Because uh, I, I, like 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 nah, I feel like in Mexico, she. Nah, I feel like in India, you want. Yo, let's go India this time. You're yeah, India, dude. Yeah. You can't just follow what he says. Why India? Yeah, yeah, surprise why? you. The first one surprised you. Know? Was like, oh shit! Oh, so you're just going. You're just going opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to India because it sounds. I just feel the doctors. The doctors gave it away. No, just it just in my in my mind's eye, I pictured India. All right, here's the answer. La fama de That's stupid. All right, what's the third one? All right, aesthetics, brah. This country's drug force identified 11.82 kilograms of ephrogene, ephrogene, Ephrodine, Ephrodine, Ephrodine. It's fucking illiterate bastard. On uh, the 28th of March, 2017. Hidden within cardboards meant to be decorative clothing. Uh, intricate curvatures were drilled into the cardboard, making it look like, you know, all fucking fancy and shit, but actually they were filled with drugs. Shit. Oh, that was fucking interesting. Did they say where it was going or what? That's how no. they were, that's how they were moving it around. That's how it was being oh, moved through okay. fucking like these decorative pieces for celebrations. <laughs> uh, I think India. <laughs> India, India, because because you've been wrong <laughs> so far. Nah, yeah. because Mexicans don't do a lot of fashion. India, oh, India in India, they do some oh, bad fashion. How dare you? Mexicans have all the fashion. Hell nah. they have yeah, different fashions. In India, they have Bollywood. <laughs> In India, they have Bollywood. In Mexico, they have these classical dances that they stand that they stand on fucking they've just, wood. They've been making the same dresses for a thousand years. All of them are different, actually. Not, I just learned that the other years. day. Like, About yeah. four hundred years. Yeah. I actually learned this. Yeah. I, I don't know. Listen, you know I, I think I agree, India's I far India. more advanced than the fashion. All right, all right. So it's India. India. You're going both India. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Yes. That's fashion right there. I tell you, man. Have you seen their dresses, like their wedding dresses, <laughs> with all the fucking stones and all the diamonds? Like, dude, come on, man. Oh, well, there you go. Mexico's great. I guess. But we're tied. I stumped you guys twice. We're tied. I win because you guys got it wrong. <laughs> it's one and one. Now we got the last one right. Yeah, we got the last one right. Fuck <laughs> you, win. You know the answer to each one. You don't. But get I stumped to win. you. You so you win this guy. Yeah, I win. Hey, we gotta tie. He wins, dude. <laughs> you get tie. Fucking wins. make me sick, dude. <laughs> you gotta play it out or ridiculous. what? Ridiculous. Where's your fucking news, dude? There's a little oh, rule book. Jesus bro. Christ! What a transition. Uh, you know, what he's a great not ready for news. News. Where we live in a racist world. <laughs> <laughs> So fucking, you know, it's been it's been a minute, right? Like COVID started, and crimes, some crimes went down, and there was no more shootings and shit, and it was all of a sudden a safe world because you weren't gonna get shot, but now you can get COVID. But apparently, <laughs> apparently now motherfuckers uh, are back out. God bless America. They've been shooting each other in Chicago for, you know, it's rare. they didn't stop. Yeah, no, they stopped for a while. They were shooting each other in their own homes. No, they were, they were just stopped. But 
there was a shooting at a mall in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And that's a thing now. Oh, shit. Yeah. Alan, tonight the 15-year-old is being held as a juvenile in Milwaukee County, and so we are not using his name. He's accused of opening fire on a crowd of people at Mayfair Mall and wounding eight of them. That's west of Milwaukee. And even though he is from Milwaukee and has no apparent ties to Illinois, police there arrested him 24 hours after the shooting in a car with Illinois plates. When Wauwatosa police arrived here about 3 p.m. last Friday, they found people shot, down, and wounded, and a gunman already on the loose. Police notes tonight reveal that witnesses told police of an altercation between teenagers, one of them seen with a handgun stuck in the waistband of his pants. According to this newly filed Milwaukee County charge sheet, the teenager took a shooter's stance and began firing. Seven adults and another teenager hit by pistol fire. Numerous innocent bystanders all have survived. Tonight, police say the teenage attacker escaped by calling an Uber to pick him up in a store parking lot across the street and dropped him off at his family's home in Milwaukee. Poor Uber driver, fuck. I know, fucking Poor guy. Uber driver. Man. Did he even know he picked up the yeah, gun? Yeah, he probably shit. did it. Nah, dude, that's how I was tripping. Like, I'm like, what? Like, okay. What Can you fuck? imagine? That's yeah, a that's, that's a crazy. badass little kid, dude. Just yeah. call it like literally. I'm gonna shoot up the mall and yeah. call it Uber, and then I'm gonna just make. He made it home, I think. He made it home. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. But he's a kid, and the motive. There's so like there's no motive uh, yeah. yet. So, so he just went out there and started shooting. Yep. As authorities scoured mall surveillance video and security camera footage from the surrounding area, there was a dragnet in lower Wisconsin looking for the then unidentified suspect. 24 hours later, as investigators say they identified the shooter and zeroed in on the 15-year-old, they made a quick arrest. At the time of his arrest, he was in a car with Illinois license plates, a packed bag, and the Glock 9mm handgun used in the shooting. A public records check by the I-team turns up no connections between the teen or his family and Illinois. Tonight, it is unknown how or why he was in an Illinois car or where he was going. A passenger in the car with him was also arrested with what appears to have been an interrupted plan to leave town and elude arrest. The accused teenage shooter tonight is being held in a Milwaukee County juvenile facility, although he could end up being charged as an adult there. Federal investigators also working on the case. Tonight, ATF agents tell the I-team they have traced the original owner of the gun, the 9mm Glock pistol. Federal agents tonight also now running standard ballistics history to see if that gun was used in any other crimes. So I don't think he was shooting up the mall. She <laughs> in that traditional way that one would shoot up the mall. Like I'm gonna kill everybody. I think he just has some beef with someone. They 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 haven't said nothing. Nigga this, nigga, nigga, please, nigga. Attempting to find any kind of answers or solace for the victims involved in the Mayfair Mall shooting. Get off my Property. We were quickly turned away from the property of the 15-year-old suspected shooter's father. And there was no answer at his mother's home, a day after they asked to let the teenage suspect come home. Do you think they should let him go home? Uh, I don't know. He just went home and shit? <laughs> nah, he got arrested. He's, he's in he's custody. Arrest. He's in custody right now. I don't know. Can he make bail? His family's out there. 
That's why I don't think it was a, like a mass shooting type thing. Yeah, I don't know. He had some beef. Yeah. I feel like the la- the media gets lazy with some of these stories. Like they could actually go in deep and be like, "Oh, actually, he was a part of the fucking uh, you know two six crew, and he was actually gonna fucking shoot up well, this guy." One of the victims had to be a Latin king. If it yeah. was, if he was like a Trump supporter, they would have. Oh, they would have jumped all, all over. over. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, he visits Four Chan. It's probably not. <laughs> He's probably, into QAnon. It's probably not a mass shooting. Like I'm gonna kill everybody. Can you dig it? <laughs> But it's a sign that things are getting better, though, right? With COVID and and everything. You know, I have a crazy theory. He went there to shoot people that were at the mall because they're helping spread COVID. He went to control the COVID. Yeah, it was a COVID-related shooting. That's cool. There you go. I got money on that. (laughs) Man, how do you feel about COVID, uh, Ulysses? I feel about COVID. Yeah. Are you concerned? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I could hear the gravity in his voice. Like, yeah, yeah. On a scale from one to ten, how concerned are you? I'm concerned more about like the people's reactions. Is like, you think people are overreacting? No, but I feel like people need to take a standard reaction. You know? That when what does, what should that be? I don't know. Like, if you're out there and you got to wear a mask in public, go wear the mask in public. You're around a group of people that, you know, you feel comfortable enough to be with them around. You know, you make your choice if you're going to wear a mask or not. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. It's and your so, choice whether or not to wear a mask. You yeah. shouldn't be uh, told to fucking wear it or mandated to do so. So are you going to tell... You to the store. You got to go to the store. And you got to wear a mask. Just wear a fucking Dude, mask. Dude, uh, last couple of times I've walked to the store, forgot the fucking mask, had to come back. Come to fucking Let's get fucking the thing, do it, put it on in front of them, like at the door, and I'm all like, "Yeah, I just put on my mask because fucking, I'm just yeah, trying to get some bro. shit." That's there, man. Yeah, in and out, it. exactly. Just make sure you guys just go, just do it. Make everybody's fucking life easier. Go do I it. have never forgotten. Yeah, I'm a pretty forgetful person. You never forgot. I feel like you forgot on purpose. No, I forgot it. You're that. You're that. So like, slow. I have my mask usually in my car, and so when I leave the car. It's basically all like, okay, I got to throw on the mask because it's there. And then fucking when I was leaving my house, I completely looked at my jacket and I was like, oh, I don't have my fucking mask on me. It sounds like it's... Like Shut the fuck up, bitch. You got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing. You're over here just fucking causing drama, making shit. <laughs> fuck you, motherfucker. Like a useless excuse, bro. You're putting so many people at risk. Yeah, boy. Because you're reckless. Yeah, boy. Listen, well, speaking of reckless shit, what's this cracking... Oh, the Kraken thing? Who is it? Uh, Sydney Powell, she w- she's been teasing fucking for the last couple of weeks that she's got the Kraken. That the fucking, she's got the evidence Kraken. that's going to expose the voter fraud. Oh, and she was on shit. Lou Dobbs the other day and she was um, explaining uh, the Kraken, I guess. Sydney, at the outset of this broadcast, I said that this is the culmination of what has been a, over a four-year effort overthrow this president to first deny his candidacy uh, uh, d- uh, the uh, election but then uh, to overthrow his presidency this looks like the effort to uh, to carry out an end game in the in the effort against him uh, do you concur oh absolutely and it's uh, it's been uh, organized and and conducted with the help of Silicon Valley people the the big tech companies the social media companies and even the media companies and I'm going to release the Kraken. It is time for the mortals to pay. 
Release the Kraken! Well, good, because this is, uh, this is, this is an extraordinary uh, and such a dangerous moment in our history. What's the Kraken, dude? I guess it's going to be evidence that she's going to hold fucking, I guess Dominion Voting Services has some insiders that can explain how the fraud happened. So all those glitches, they're going to try to explain those other than just human error. But is it going to work? I don't know. That's the question that we're all hanging on. But And why is she waiting? I don't know what the fucking slow drip is, but basically to release TV. uh, It is good TV. Yeah. It's some have argued that they don't want to release everything because they want to wait for it from court. All that they're going to do by releasing all the evidence now is just win in the court of uh, public opinion. And the reason why they're doing it in a slow way is to kind of put pressure on judges to make uh, appropriate decisions on, on these cases. I don't believe it. I don't know. She's fucking the one fucking said the Kraken and the Giuliani's all like the Kraken is coming. It's a, Release the Kraken. <laughs> What's going to happen? The Kraken ain't coming. Like, I the Kraken ain't coming. was coming. He's like, oh. The Kraken. Uh, I don't know. They did a press conference yesterday at Gettysburg. And there's where most of the people who actually did the affidavits were fucking testifying at, at Gettysburg, the site of the, you know, the famous Civil War speech. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, dude. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> okay, dude. Listen, bitch. Okay, dude. Okay. Sorry, I'm keeping up on on, on on everything that's current, motherfucker. Okay, dude. Your news is like okay. two weeks old. No, you're trying to keep up with some shit because you think that Trump's gonna win, dude. I told you, I'm at fucking like. <laughs> you think Trump's gonna win? I'm at like still ten percent right yeah, now. Yeah, ten percent. Yeah, ten percent right now. Yeah. I'm at ten percent. It's not likely. Yeah, it's, look, yeah, it's only likely 10%. if fucking he gets it up in front of the Supreme Court. If you get it up right there. And that's I won't be surprised though, because Trump he'll probably know someone pulls some strings. Well, he put two, he put three of them on there. Oh yeah. See, but if he wins, that's gonna be the ultimate fraud. I don't give a fuck. Everyone's gonna say that that was fraud. It was all legal. It was all legal. It's all the constitution. Everyone's gonna be so mad, dude. I know they're gonna be mad. They're gonna be like, "What do you mean the electors chose otherwise?" Ulysses, would you cry if Trump won, dude? No, I'm not gonna fucking cry. You're not gonna cry. No. <laughs> did, you go, did you go out and vote for Biden? <laughs> Don't tell him, bro. It's your right not to tell him, dude. You 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 voted for Kanye? No, nah, man. Either way, we're voting for the same fucking face. <laughs> I did. So you voted but, for Biden? Oh, yeah, you voted for Trump then? No, nah, I voted for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, That's all you got to do with yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you voted for Trump. Like, no, wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, no. That's good. The democracy uh, matters. And, uh, it's a Biden, good thing we're not in a democracy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Biden's going to win, bro. Yeah. Hey. And, and, and I it's mean, like, it's going to be the same bullshit, though. I mean, there's really no. It's just a new face. It's the same. Bullshit. That's good, though. Having low expectations, you know, that, that makes yeah. for. Yeah. Some would argue it'll be a better awakening to be like, oh, liberals, look, you won. And now you had the fucking White House and the fucking Senate and everything. And look, you didn't do shit. What is that? What's going to happen? No, Biden's going to be a lame duck president. The Republicans are going to stay in power in the House and the Senate. And for the most part, Biden's just going to be there passing nothing. We we keep doing this over and over. Oh, Reagan. Reagan and Bush. Yeah, Bush and then fucking Clinton. And then Bush, and then fucking Obama, and then Trump. It's like, 
all right guys <laughs> so we're not we're not seeing the thing the no. thing that's happening here but anyway it's all great but not as great as the fucking news report that i came across uh-huh. last week actually and we i didn't get to put it out there but on the west side of chicago uh-huh. they had a fucking drug hotline and they had shifts they had shifts that they were on the clock and they had a manager and the manager would be like dude you're not you're not making enough sales bro <laughs> what's the thing about sales or so closer abc closing. always be closing oh, yeah he was telling them always be closing bro coffees for the closers too right or some yeah shit like coffees that. for closes only yeah go home and play with your fucking kids but in chicago <laughs> right here in the west side crack and heroin just a phone call away now the feds say they've shut down an illegal drug hotline on chicago's west side here's a look at some of the drug packets seized as part of the federal operation undercover agents bought fentanyl laced heroin crack cocaine using a telephone hotline Prosecutors have now charged 26 people involved with a drug wing in East Garfield Park. You know, yeah, they were probably pushing some fucking weight. Yeah, shit. they were. Hell they yeah, had shifts, crazy. bro. They had, and they were 24 yeah. hours and shit. Yeah. The know. fucked up thing, though, is that 75, 75% of the things that, of the product that was being pushed and sold was being sold to the police. <laughs> she. <laughs> so, it's one of those kind of like, all right, so. It's better to be a paid hoe than a broke hoe, right? <laughs> so you guys, <laughs> you guys set it up, and that, it's like the kidnapping. Did you hear about the kidnapping thing, where they, they were the FBI, the militia? Yeah, they got this yeah. this fucking the FBI went in on this militia and basically convinced them to make a plan to kidnap. Who was it? The governor. The governor. So like they were chilling, they were crazy well, hillbillies. That one state, in the yeah. The governor is actually here? being impeached right now because uh, she violated some constitutional rules. So that's well, why they were all like, oh, yeah, way. we're gonna take her down." The FBI, no, the, these shit. motherfuckers went in there and they came like, up with the plan. This shit. Yeah. yeah, like they weren't planning on doing yeah. it until these guys were like, "Hey, you guys should kidnap. I don't know the governor, maybe." It makes sense. <laughs> and they were like, "Oh yeah, I guess it yeah, makes perfect sense." Then they were like, "We got you." 1776 but is that different than putting the 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 van in the hood with the open i know you keep arguing this shit to me and i'm just like hey it's different or no entrapment entrapment yeah because back they they'll put like a a truck in the hood with like um it'll be unlocked and it'll have like jordans or whatever like shit like that or with the bicycle i like how they're always jordans (laughs) it's jordans Uh, or the, the classic one's the bicycle you know, yeah. they'll put a bicycle unlocked and then yeah, they'll catch you when you steal it and shit. Yeah, they tie the rope uh, to like it and you go flying and people, forward. People feel that that's racist and it's like entrapment, you know, like you're you're putting someone in a situation that they wouldn't have otherwise created themselves, you know, like yeah. by luring yeah, poor people with these things that, that they could profit off of. Here's yeah. the difference is that yeah. fucking they're that's just doing it on their own. You're not telling them like, you know what? There's Nikes in that truck. You should really get in there and take that shit. That's 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 not what they're doing. They're doing to that to the fucking militia. Like, hey, you know what? The the governor is pretty corrupt. You know what they say about the tree of liberty? So, <laughs> so you're okay with kidnapping governors, bro? No. You're okay with stealing bikes in the hood? No, I'm okay with them getting caught for stealing bikes and Nikes <laughs> and Jordans in the hood. And you're okay with the militia people getting no. caught? No. Okay, that's dude. doesn't trap me by a federal agency fuck that <laughs> i like i said nobody's going up to the kid and being like yo 
yo, you should you should totally do it. We should do it. Let's do it together. And then you guys both steal the fucking shoes and then fucking, uh, you know, like, oh, I was a cop the whole time, bitch. Psych. <laughs> Psych. Well, dude. That's crazy. Listen, speaking of tricky situations, oh. you know, you know how, like, everyone wants, like, in the hood, they're like, oh, we should have, like, more more treatment for people, and more resources. And sure, shit. I hear that on a daily basis. So, like, there's this neighborhood in fucking Harlem that, that got just that, but probably, like, too much of it, and the people are upset oh, about yeah. it. That's right! Now to a neighborhood nightmare in Harlem where residents are complaining about more than a dozen addiction treatment programs. They say that they're shouldering more than their fair share of the programs. CBS 2's Corey James has more. Fuck like in the morning, all you hear is, yo, hey, yo. And then you're waking up and you, see, you look by the windows, all you see, individuals injecting needles to their veins. A decades-old problem is becoming a constant nightmare for these Harlem neighbors. They believe there are too many opioid treatment programs near their block on 125th Street, plaguing it with drug deals and drug users at all hours of the day. To see someone shooting dope and not caring who's around, that's a hard pill to swallow. And hard for Sherzon Green to understand. She says crime is growing in her community of almost 30 years, and that it has become a dumping ground for addicts. What about the other communities? What about in the 70s? What about in 86th Street, 96th Street? Why do they always bring them to our community? Nigga, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what do you think, huh? <laughs> I mean, you go where the resources are needed, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's usually going to be fucking in the by Skid Row, what they would consider to be Skid Row. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just, you know. Like, well, why would they need like a, one of those places like in the suburbs somewhere where there's hardly any fucking. Uh, well, they have them there too, though. I feel not, like not as many. More. Not yeah. as many. Yeah. You know, like working, working, you know, working in a neighborhood like fucking Pilsen. In the inner city, mm-hmm. and then working in a place like fucking up north, you see the difference of how those things are distributed, you know. And there's treatment centers and things like that up north, but fucking there's certain other communities that don't have it. So I guess there's one of those poor communities, and they've just like put a bunch of fucking like rehab centers there. I don't know. I mean, I thought that's what people wanted and shit. I thought so too. <laughs> I don't think of but not like when. Because it's like, that's one of those myths. They say it's a myth that, like, when you open a shelter or a treatment center, there's going to be more crime in the area or, like, homeless Uh, people. It's like, I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen in Chicago where, like, there was a shelter, Uh, and then it got closed down, then it opened up, and then the new shelter was, like, not as uh, well kept. And now, like, there's a bunch Bunch of of fucking, like, crackheads and alcoholics chilling right there where they normally wouldn't be where yeah they weren't there but like now they're there because there's like they have their custies there or they stay there and they go out and they crazy, drink bro. it high like, dealers there actually own that medical center there which one that'd be crazy no. oh that'd shit. be crazy dude uh, <laughs> it sounds outrageous either she homeless or she got problems that's the only reason why she run to a black man <laughs> <laughs> that's old school right there but yeah so it's like uh, i don't know man like people 
People want all the solutions, but some of the solutions are kind of like uh, ugly, you know? Yeah, a little drastic. <laughs> well, just drastic. It's like, dude, if you, it's the it's a thing. If you open up a shelter, mm-hmm. there's gonna it's gonna be a, uh, like people yeah. gravitate towards it, you know? And yeah. you the well, the only thing you could do and is be like super strict. Staffed. Yeah, fully staffed and like educated on handling. No, All like, because because I've in and out. neighborhoods don't want shelters in their neighborhood because they know that it brings a certain element that they don't want. So, like, I've seen neighborhoods try to be strict on those shelters, mm. and the shelters look at those people as being like, "Oh, they're evil. They're yeah. you know they're they're fucking bad." But it's like, if you don't, that's what you end up with. It's like, oh, now all of a sudden you got people in the alleys getting high and drunk and shit, passed out. Like, dude. You know how many times, you know how much strange dick I've seen in Pilsen, bro? (laughs) (laughs) With these fucking homeless dudes fucking laying. And they're never standing pissing in a corner. They're always laying back like they're on a fucking couch somewhere pissing off the side of their (laughs) shit. That was hot. I don't even know how. Dude, that's like takes mad control. But yeah, dude, like these motherfuckers are chilling in the park on the sidewalk, literally laying back pissing. Yeah. I wonder why people just tolerate that. That's a good thing for America. That's, is that is that not an option on the table? Nah, man. The, mm. These motherfuckers, it's, and it's crazy because people are just like, I don't know, like no one says shit, like people ignore it. It's like, oh, well, we don't want to be, we don't want to come and gentrify the neighborhood and then complain about the homeless people too. It's like, uh, I don't know. You got to have one or the other. Fucking, I guess, I don't know. It's, it's strange. But either way, man, in Harlem... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, They're no, trying no, to get no, rid no. of all of it. Sidiria Asbury Cressfield is co-founder of the Greater Harlem Coalition. The group filed an open records request for state data and learned the addiction rate for Harlem residents is close to 7%. However, organizers say the neighborhood has a little more than 19% of opioid treatment programs in the city. We see that always in black and brown neighborhoods. There should be some sort of supervision. Someone should be able to say, is this community already overburdened? Mayor Bill de Blasio's office did not accept our request for an interview, saying, quote, life-saving treatment should be available to all New Yorkers regardless of their zip code, end quote. An upsetting response for these neighbors who are losing sleep and patience. It's terribly frustrating. It's way too much. We are tired, we are fed up, and we need help now. Help not just for them, but also for those in recovery who are walking through the very things they are trying to get away from. Hey, that was a good douchebag de Blasio fucking... Yeah. I'm going to use your social justice against you. Yeah. Everybody deserves treatment. Everybody deserves treatment. No matter treatment. their fucking zip code. Like That's uh, how you do it. Yeah. That's how you turn What, are you going to say no to that? Yeah. <laughs> that was a good move. Was good. <laughs> good job, de Blasio, you douchebag. But it's true, man. I've been in that environment, too, where it's like, dude, all these people trying to get keep their lives fucking together... And they have a bunch of junkies and crazies around them, and they it makes it so much harder. I can imagine how hard it is raising a family there. Like, (laughs) you know, your kids get home from school, they fucking passed up fucking like seven, ten needles. What are they gonna do, bro? What's the solution, man? What are you doing? In and out, in and out. That's crazy. Uh, the the Dead Kennedys had a song. The one where they kill the poor. That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good song. Song everybody should listen to. Well, fucking listen, man. Did you know 
that officially as of like a week ago or two weeks uh debt collectors could come after you on facebook <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so you know they could call you they could fucking hit you up in the mail but now they could hit you up on facebook that's wow dm dude send you a dick pic <laughs> hey bitch you owe, me, <laughs> you owe me money bitch <laughs> what's good listen to this debt collectors they are finding any way that they can to get their money the federal government says soon they will be allowed to send you text messages even facebook messages consumer financial protection bureau says it's going to require each message to come with instructions on how you can opt out consumer advocates are criticizing the move saying debt collectors should get consent before they do this officials say the new rule will take effect near the end of next year dang consent yeah i'd like I to w- give you consent I, to harass me about money i owe you yeah. i would like to know <laughs> i would like to know who who helped pass this yeah right. i don't know Dude, was it biden was it trump probably that. trump we, we gotta we gotta look it I happened during the trump administration a bit of all yeah. isn't that how everything works no it happened during your administration so it's your fault <laughs> Not really. No, not really. Who was there? Who was there? Who was there? Because yeah. didn't who built the cages? Yeah, I was just gonna say, did Obama go and build the cages? Like he was literally there building cages with a hammer and fucking. Yeah, we're gonna have Four to more. <laughs> I would like to hear his rationale on it. He'd be like, "Look, if you owe money, you owe money. Quit being a broke piece of shit." I'm just like, damn, bro, they're coming. They're coming for it. But yeah, don't owe money. How do you opt out? Don't owe money, dude. But either way, man, fucking the Chinese are now blaming the Italians for COVID. Have you heard about this? No, but that's oh, pretty. I would like to hear their rationale. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's talking about that last night too. Now, like, uh, was it like they should have closed down Europe before? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were blaming that Europe should have closed down before China. Yeah, I don't. It's all like, no. I don't remember what we talk about you <laughs> on the show. Apple owned study carried out at Milan's National Cancer Institute looked at blood samples taken from patients involved in a cancer study. A team of researchers examined the samples for antibodies that are produced when a patient comes into contact with the coronavirus. To their surprise, they found antibodies in samples from 14 percenter of participants dating back to September 2019. The findings suggest that coronavirus, which was officially identified in China in December last year, may have been silently circulating for some time before it was first detected. However, the findings have not been peer-reviewed and other researchers caution that they must be subjected to further scrutiny before being accepted as fact. So Italians were doing a study and found coronavirus from like September of last year. Uh, so the Chinese came out. Their official, their <laughs> a couple of Chinese officials, statement. and one yeah. of their one of their news outlets said that uh, it, it originally originated in Italy. But you know, I don't know. China did it. They they uh, sneezed in every wish box that fucking came to the U.S. You don't trust the Chinese. I don't trust the Chinese. Professor Mark Pagel from the School of Biological Sciences at the University of Reading said, These results are worth reporting, I don't know what's but up mostly with that music. should be taken as something to follow up with further testing. All of the patients in the study were asymptomatic despite most being 55 to 65 years old and having been smokers. 
This would normally be a high-risk group for COVID-19, so it is puzzling why all patients were asymptomatic. The body of scientific evidence still points to China as the source of the virus and suggests it first made the jump from animals to humans around October or November last year. The virus could then have migrated to Europe around November or December. If Dr. Apollon's findings are confirmed it would shift that timeline back by a couple of months, but would not discount China as the source of the virus. Scientists from the World Health Organization and China are carrying out a study in China which is hunting for patient zero the first person to have caught the virus. I I still think that they fucking made it in a lab. Oh, yeah. yeah so they could have taken the coronavirus that was inherently started in fucking Italy, gotten a sample, then mutated it, and then we got what we got. <laughs> what? That's a solid theory, bro. Based. No, it's not. Your theory sucks. How dare you? Isn't that what we do anyways in the United States? We have bio labs which take fucking yeah. like fucking these viruses and then fucking amplify them, put them on steroids, get them all hooked up to take out the do. human race. Okay. Is that what we do? Yeah. Now come on and fucking unleash Dude, the we at one point were working towards getting a virus that was fucking um only able to attack certain races. Which virus was that? The fuck, I gotta fucking look up the papers. But I think Cheney, okay. Cheney was on it. You're gonna Google what virus targets only certain races? No, 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 no. They were developing the Alexa. Virus. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> Alexa, what virus <laughs> only targets certain races? Alexa, that's not what I said, bitch. Oh, okay, my bad, dude. Well, go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> I fucking young Jamie. Yeah, I'm we'll fucking wait for you. Well, speaking of fucking um, go risks, to humanity, risks to humanity, there's some news on Ghislaine Maxwell. Okay. They're not. They're not being nice to her in prison. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't do okay. nothing. An attorney for the former girlfriend of Jeffrey Epstein has filed a complaint about her treatment while incarcerated in Brooklyn, New York. Ghislaine Maxwell is accused of grooming and abusing underage girls. Her attorney says she is, quote, excessively and invasively searched and monitored 24 hours a day. Do you feel bad? Do I feel bad for Ghislaine? No. You don't feel bad, Ulysses? No, I don't think so. I mean, I gotta... No. So Maxwell's team is complaining that she's being held under unfavorable conditions. I don't personally care too much about her personal comfort here. I just don't want her to die before we can get justice for the victims that were denied that un- uh, with Epstein. So do you see anything unusual in the way she's being held, or is this perfectly normal for Suicide Watch? Well, let's just look at the policy. There's nothing unusual about the policy when there's some indicia of a possibility of suicide. In regards to Ms. Maxwell, you know, because there's an umbrella and a concern of suicide as a possibility given the case's facts, it's nothing unusual about the policy. Now, it's impossible in reality, as much as we may want to see it in Utopia, to take personality out of the policy. And so, you know, security guards and correctional officers are people just like you and I who have their opinions about certain people, certain crimes, well before a jury has spoken or a judge has spoken. And that may be what's at issue here, the personality and not trying to make it completely comfortable for Ms. Maxwell may be coming into play in its interpretation of the policy. So basically they're not doing nothing illegal. 
Nope. She's just a suicide watch. But they're probably no. being they're probably being extra as fuck. They're they're yeah, waiting. Probably, yeah, you know. As someone who's so, yeah. as someone who's worked with a bunch of people who are given more power than they should be given. Yeah. And they have people at the mercy of them. They're dicks. They're gonna be dicks. If they don't like you, they're not gonna like you. I'm sure Gillian Maxwell isn't liked <laughs> by anybody. I'm sure they don't really give a fuck about it. So yeah. Uh, but when it comes down to it, of course, Ghislaine Maxwell, she's trying to play the victim here. She's trying to kind of play up how she's being treated because, you know, as we know, her lawyers have been wanting to get her out to, you know, so that she doesn't have to wait inside a, a jail cell for her trial to begin next year. Uh, judges have already said that she's a flight risk if she were to be let out. Uh, she's trying to use COVID-19 as her excuse, as her, you know, golden ticket out of, you know, where she's being held. The health officials tell us all we need is masks and a quarantine. And isn't that what they already do right now in their cells, that they are quarantined, you know, and kept far apart from each other? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's in jail. It's just a big quarantine. Oh, she's going to fucking kill herself, and they're going to find her um, positive for COVID. And she's going to be a COVID death. <laughs> what the fuck are you going on about that? Yeah, that's great. Well, dude, Gilly Maxwell. I throw some money on that, bro. We had we had bets going yeah, for how long she was yeah. There's some bets. There's some uh, bets going on right now. Surprise, you want to put some money on a bet? Dude? I'll throw ten on there. What's up? What's what, what do you want? When <laughs> is she gonna when, die when or is she think? gonna make it? <laughs> yeah, do you think that she's gonna make it to the trial? Do you think she's gonna die? If she's gonna die when? Do they have a how date for the trial? the trial? Do they have a date for the trial? I don't think they do. Do they have a date for the trial? No, not yet. It was supposed to be from the last time we reported it, a year, so maybe like in fucking Eight months? Eight, eight months they'll have something? Well, they, they had said when they locked her up, we're not going to get to this for, like, another year. Exactly. So they gave themselves, like, a full year. Like, oh, we're going to, you know, get there. You know, whatever happens in between then happens. <laughs> I, I said it. she's going to die 13 days before fucking she goes to trial. Yeah, 13 days? Is there a reason why 13 days? What's the 13 Numerology. For? Yeah. Okay. The Illuminati. <laughs> the even even if I'm wrong, it'll it'll most likely be 13 just out of weirdness. Yeah, fucking a. That's just so well, the conspiracy theorists can say something. I didn't put money on it because gambling's huh? degeneracy. But what <laughs> was uh, mine? Do you remember? I don't remember. Uh, that she's gonna make it all the way through. She's gonna make it all the way through, mm. and she's gonna be innocent. <laughs> you were just like she's just gonna live. She's gonna yeah, live. She's gonna make it. It's gonna be super anticlimactic. You think it's gonna be a cool spectacle just because fucking there was so much mystery behind fucking this SK. guy killed himself. <laughs> he might have done a backflip and killed himself. Yeah, bro. No. <laughs> what, we yeah. live in a reality that's so strange. Like, I always wanted yeah. to do this, you know. No, I mean like every life is so strange. That do you think yeah, that I that's mean, too strange? Okay. You think in, in the yeah, reality yeah. that we know? I see what you mean. I'm saying in the yeah. reality that we now know exists in 2020. Yeah. You think that out of all the things in life that could be strange, <laughs> Epstein doing a backflip out of his bed and killing himself is that's the one that we're like no, this is where we this is where <laughs> the outrageous where bullshit the stops. Yeah, the fuck out of here. Now it's bro. Biden winning the popular vote. Yeah. Hey, dude, <laughs> he's he's the like, most he was popular like, like super coked out and shit, and he was just like hell yeah. Just fucking <laughs> did a backflip and didn't make it. <laughs> well, dude, that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Alternatives, right? Shit. <laughs> Speak, you know, speaking of perverts in prison uh -huh. and Florida too. 
These motherfuckers in Florida, they, they, they keep they keep catching all these fucking chains of fucking human traffickers. And there it's never like two or three dudes. It's always like fucking like dozens. It's fucking nuts. But they got they got one. Are we returning to the good old tried and true pedophile hunting fucking segments? Well, they they got hunted and they got caught. We're gonna be chasing pedophiles. I think it was called like robbed innocence or some shit like that. The mission. A major human trafficking bust today at the Florida State Capitol exposed 178 people. The arrests are part of a two-year-long investigation between local, state, and federal agencies. As reporter Jake Stofan tells us, the entire operation is connected to a single child victim. 106 have been charged with felonies and 72 with misdemeanors in this case, including a grade school PE teacher. Police say others charged come from all walks of life. All economic levels and backgrounds, um, it's very widespread. Shockingly, all of the arrests are connected to the same victim who was just 13 years old when the investigation began. Catching them, bro. Catching them. Hundreds of pages of arrest records detail grotesque communications between the victim and alleged offenders we can't show on TV. TPD investigator Elizabeth Bascom first uncovered the victim being sold online. The sheer number, the the all day, every day, all the time solicitation and sexual activity and talk about cash for money and clearly meeting. I had never seen something just that prolific. She says she believes these arrests only scratch the surface of the human trafficking industry in Florida. When you can go online and order a pizza and a girl at the same time and the girl shows up to your door before the pizza, our society is in trouble. Okay, that's where we are. Um, it is it is unbelievably accessible. While identifying information about the victim is confidential, officials told us she's on the road to recovery and doing well given the situation. We're also told the prosecution phase of this case will likely take many, many months. Reporting from the state capitol, Jake Stofan, Channel 4, V. Local station. Florida ranks in the top five in the nation for human trafficking. Last year alone, there were 1,887 victims, 427 traffickers, and 243 trafficking businesses identified in the state. The fuck's going on in Florida? And they're only the fifth. Uh, Florida's a fucking clusterfuck of things. But they're only the fifth. I know. Well, we saw Milwaukee's fucking number one. Is that where Milwaukee is yeah. number one? Uh, fucking Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's like fucking ped- pedophile fucking sex traffic central. Well, that's the positive note. That was a positive note. That they got they caught 172 perverts, man. Fuck yeah. What are they going to do with them? They're going to throw them in the wood chipper. It's for the children, man. For the children. For the children. We love the children, man. Yeah. This guy's taking a piss, dude. I know he's been taking a piss, and I took off the piss. Oh, wait, there it is. <laughs> and he's back. A little short. <laughs> that was a short piss. We have this, a pee sound. This effect. guy's got the piss sound effect for you, bro. Amazing. Anyways. But that's a beautiful thing, dude. Is there any more shit we could pile on to the top? And there isn't. There isn't? That's it. All right. So, Ulysses, where the fuck can we find you? Uh, I guess 
IG, whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? Yeah, Instagram, Instagram, dude. Yeah, Find yeah. him on Instagram. Where the fuck? Rice Revolt Clothing. Yeah, Rice Revolt Clothing. That's where we find you, Rice Revolt Clothing. Yeah. Is there a website? Yeah, RiceRevoltClothing.com. RiceRevolt.com. RiceRevolt.com. You also you check out uh, NPath. NPath.com. How do you spell yeah, RiceRevolt? R-I-S-E-R-E-V-O-L-T.com. And these dudes come over here knowing how to spell some shit. Come on, drugs. <laughs> where we find your new band at? NPath. E-N-D. P-A-T-H. There's a hyphen in between. Hyphen P-A-T-H. Damn. Danny hyphen. remembers hyphens. Yeah. Didn't teach you that in law school either. Empath.com. That's what's up. And then to- Toby. Toby, I don't know. Toby, Toby could yeah. be found on fucking Amazon. <laughs> so look up Toby Nixon. <laughs> look up look up one of his titles, you know, because he's... Soldier of Pain. Check so- yeah, go look for his fucking Soldier Ganja of Pain. Stand Observer. And Ganjistan, Ganjistan Observer, where at? On well, Daily Motion. On Daily Motion. I, I was looking at some of his videos. I'm gonna have some time later and watch some of these. Yeah, go listen. Go go listen to his new story that he put out there. We played like a two minute excerpt from it. It's nine minutes long. That was hot. And it's yeah, it's it. There was it was one of those things where I didn't know where to where to start. I didn't know where to end. Like I'm like, dude, this is good. Out of the nine minutes, I picked two minutes, and it was, like, hard. It was very hard to pick <laughs> just two minutes from it. So go listen to that shit. And hopefully, he said he's going to put all his books on audio eventually, so that'll be good. Yeah. Um, what? Well, yeah, man. Fucking, you know, we, we need to be found. And you can find us on uh, Facebook at fucking at Almost Positive. Instagram almost.positive.podcast and twitter at d underscore real almost our social media is dead it's been dead for a couple weeks right knock it off knock it off just go on there and shit eventually it'll come back to life and And uh, where are these fags you can find them on you can can find us on all the streaming services fucking spotify apple podcast google podcast actually i think google podcast is gone I don't give a so, Find us on Google. We're on Google somewhere. <laughs> Stitcher, tune in, and Pocket Cast. Wrap it up. Let's go. What's okay. going on here, guys? What's going on? Listen, man. I'm going to break that shit, dude. I'm going to break that machine. <laughs> and if that's too hard, hit us up on the fucking on the website. Uh, fucking almost.positive online. Almostpositive.online. I'm, I'm illiterate. Is that how it goes, dude? I think I got it. <laughs> and uh, hit up the hotline, man. We do not have drugs. But we could no. tell you who do, who does have drugs. Uh, but we will not sell you drugs. Eat a fucking dick, bro. <laughs> you, you could talk to the manager. You could talk to fucking culture and compliance. Tell us your truth, man. Share yeah, it with us. If you have any stories about fake accusations, <gasps> let us know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we we believe in you. Like, we'll get we'll get Kim, Kim Kardashian on the case. Wow. Pops over here. Shit, man. Fucking hit us up at three. Crazy shit, right? <laughs> three one two seven. Three one two seven one five seven five eight seven. Fucking hit up the hotline. And fucking this is Sir Rollington for Van Rollington. <laughs> Ulysses and Toby Nixon saying keep an eye to the sky and near to the ground stay vigilant and be kind peace and get a chain and a lock
Yeah, and get a chain of luck get for a chain sure. Of luck, yeah, for yeah. sure. Next person who has the sheer nerve, the sheer entitled caucasity to say all lives matter, I'm gonna stab you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stab you. And while you're struggling and bleeding out, I'm gonna show you my paper cut and say, my cut matters too. Now everyone knows that some foods are simple to shove up the ass, puddings, soups, raisins. This is a nice raisin pudding right here. But we can also still eat our favorite foods. What we're gonna do today is prepare a Thanksgiving turkey for intro retro. Now, the key to shoving a turkey up your ass is first wrapping it in string, keeping the pointy wings neatly at the side. Now we're going to baste the turkey with lubricating gel rather than with juice. This will help smooth the insertion later on. We still bake at 400 degrees for 20 minutes a pound. When it's done, we'll get something like this. So now we're ready to go. Looks delicious. Let's try it out. Oh. Oh. Yeah, get it up there. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Ah, whew, and that is how you eat a turkey. We'll be right back with more. It ain't cool being no jive turkey so close to Thanksgiving. The job that I had worked really hard to get and meant a lot to me just called me and fired me because of everything. Um, I don't know if everyone's seen, but it's been circulating a lot. Um, my Black Lives Matter TikToks were picked up by conservatives and spread and shared and people were demanding that i be fired which i i just got <laughs> my job that i worked really hard for trump supporters just took my job away from me <laughs> to license it. 